Hey everyone, welcome to Snarf Talk with Chris and Jerry. And this is our podcast where we give you a behind the scenes look as we create a comic book. We're going to talk about TV, movies, comic books, and hopefully have a lot of guests, other writers, creators, and friends. Um, check us out at snarfcomics.com. You can check out our blog and follow along with everything we got going on. Also, follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Snarf Comics. And please subscribe and leave a review on iTunes. Enjoy the episode. Big time snarf talk in the house. Oh, we're back on a oh, snarf mm-hmm. madness Friday. It is a snarf madness Friday, isn't it? Yeah. It's not a casual Friday this week, Chris. No, look at Jerry. And if you were in, if you saw, or if you listened to the episode two weeks ago, 65, casual Friday, um, you will hear an argument between Chris and I about wearing clothes, like nice clothes compared to uh, not nice clothes or like casual clothes, I guess you would say. Um, and I said that people uh, that wore nicer clothes, you would buy things from before you would buy things from people in casual clothes because it's just like a preset thing in your mind. Like you immediately walk in a room and judge somebody, whether you try to or not, you'll immediately walk in the room, judge somebody. And well, you will because you're a judgy person. Everybody does. Well, you think you're you beyond, do. you think you're above that. You're not. I guarantee you, you have judgments of people, whether you want to do it or not. Do you and judge people if they have tattoos or piercings? Not me. I don't judge anybody. No, but I'm saying like he if does. a guy walked, if a guy, yeah, walked into a if bar. a guy walked in, two people walked in and one guy said they wanted to sell you insurance and he was wearing just a Carhartt shirt and a hat and said, I've got these awesome insurance Basically, plans. if he looked like trash, like well, you, no. is what Jerry's well, hold saying. Up, hold no, up. I'm not. What type I'm saying, of insurance is he selling me, though? It doesn't matter. Just it does, because if he shows up wearing a suit and he's trying to sell me like insurance for a farm, I'm not going to buy it for him. For Why him. wouldn't you? Because I, I, I wouldn't. Want, I won't I buy anything from anybody in a suit. I want to buy it from yes, the, you do. I want to buy You've it from never the guy bought, who looks like he's going to go work on the farm with me. I think you guys are just being argumentative. I guarantee you, you would. You I dress would, for the job you want, Jerry, and I that's guarantee. clearly what you're doing right now. Yeah, he, yeah I'm looking he wants good. To be a, it's going to blow up our YouTube. Go to YouTube and see how I'm dressed. Holds knows. the strings and manages mm-hmm. people. Yeah, one of those assholes. Wait, isn't assholes. that what you do? No, you don't I'm, manage anybody. I'm in the dirt with my people. Okay, I'm sure you are. <laughs> Sure, yeah. A lot of finger pointing. In no, this that's farm. actually true though, because he a has a lot of finger pointing. Itrees has done some work around my house, and and Chris was anyway, there. Anyway, if you look at the YouTube dirty. video, look a lot better than these two gentlemen right now. And one of those gentlemen is Alex. Hey, hey guys, he's back. <laughs> I'm back. He is back in the Snarf Talk house for last time for quite a while. Didn't we have a rap? Didn't we have like a rap for that? We're back in, in the this, house, the Snarf, Snarf Talk, Talk house. house. Yeah, yeah, there was more that's to it. So but. bad. Not really a rap. Yeah, it was. Oh, it, was, it, was like, <laughs> it was like Grandmaster Flash. It was like, like a super raps. rap when we originally did it. <laughs> we had a whole talk about it in Carta Encyclopedia. My brother's doing bad with my did mother's he? TV. She says she watches too much. She said it's not healthy. I like it. Uh, That's like one of the first rap songs. <laughs> That's And we, yeah, we screwed that up, though, on who was the first one. Yeah, it was, wasn't it Grandmaster Flash? Yeah, but I think we said it was somebody else. No, dude said it was somebody else. Oh, that's right. Dude. He's not invited back. 
<laughs> so Alex is back, but he's leaving us to go back to the world of the working because yeah. he's no longer in casts. No. His scars is good. kind Almost of subsided. Wow, look at his hands. And he has full use of his hands. I do. Any any pain whatsoever. Any residual feels like the day you were born. Oh, I don't. The remember. moment you slid out of your mother's no, vagina. I mean, I sp- that's what it feels like right now. <laughs> wow. Whoa. Whoa. That's fresh. Um, I was uh, C-section, so that didn't happen. Okay. Oh, that's still feeling you, fresh. You, you don't get a head like this out of that. <laughs> <laughs> mm, very true. Very L- round. Large head. Mm-hmm. Family curse. Uh, okay. <laughs> so you're here this week, and this is the first week that we are doing our what? Snarf. Madness, madness, the madness yes. begins. Yeah, the madness begins right now, and we're getting right. And into we even it. delayed it a week because we were waiting on some uh, people's brackets. Late we entries, a bunch of brackets. I'll give you guys one more chance. If you're listening right now, turn it off, fill out your bracket, get it in. Yes, right now until next week, and whenever you get it in after that, you can finish listening to the rest of the episode. We trust you. We do to not listen ahead. And if you're going to come up with all the exact same picks as us, we're going to know you were Cheaters. Uh, cheating, lying, dirty, yes. well, scoundrel. Uh, question. Okay. Is this like an immediate out? No, this won't be out till. Uh, so really they have another oh, no, week this, yeah, to get you. Peop, well, yes. They have another week. Plus, after you, if you pause this, you technically have another week. You do. To get just, your get, just get a bracket into us like as soon as possible, please. Yeah. So we're going to do it right off. We're going to do Snarf Madness right out of the gate every week. For the next six weeks? For the next, uh, maybe even more than that. Because here's what we're going to do. We decided we're just going to score the East and West brackets this week. Yep. Because it's too many in the these early rounds. Yes. If we split the first round, though. We'll split then, the first round, and then we'll do... A whole round each week. Yeah, then we'll do a whole round each week to round it out. And probably the last week we might do the championship uh, and like and the final four, final four at yeah. the same time or something. Okay, we'll see. Um, but anyway, it'll probably run for five, five weeks, five at or least. six weeks. Yeah. Um, and I mean, we're gonna try and shoot for it to do be like maybe half the episode and then have a regular episode afterwards. But yeah, we're gonna be talking about stuff after this because uh, we got a lot of things to cover. This is gonna probably blend into two episodes because there's been a lot of things going on. Yeah, in we've, the I, we've world. watched a bunch. Um, I know we want to do a little review now that everybody here has seen Knives Out. Yes. And we want to talk about our C2E2 experience. Which we went last Friday and it was amazing. Yeah, two Fridays ago now if you're listening. Yeah, gosh, it was, wasn't it? Time flies, Jerry. It's unbelievable how fast time just keeps on ticking. Time keeps on ticking, ticking, ticking into the future. Man, we're good. Seal, 97. 94. Is that really Seal? Yeah. I don't think so. He sang that song, and it's in uh, Space Jam. Huh. Fly Like an Eagle is Seal. He sang it. Uh, in Space Jam, uh, is it R. Kelly or something? No, the, oh, I was I, you know what? It might be R. No, Kelly. it's definitely Seal. Oh. It's Seal. Oh, oh, wait, right. was I was I right? You're thinking of the other. What's the R. Oh. Kelly song? Uh, Re- ignition? No, no. <laughs> piss on you. <laughs> um, no, too soon. <laughs> Underage is my wings. jam. Uh, something about no. That's also Seal, isn't it? Oh, I don't know, man. I'm I'm lost here. Fly like an eagle. 
I'm lost in ignition. That's what you were just saying. Oh, okay. Pressing hot out the kitchen. Um. So <laughs> I appreciate you guys letting me right. as the former one of the Snarf champions yeah, be here. Former. Oh, oh, you were. It was almost as if it was planned. And it was. Right? I would just like to ask you both: What did the winners receive last year? I don't know what did the winners receive. I don't know because in a previous episode it was said that I got a gift card. You did get a gift I card. I got no gift card. I got That was your job. A t-shirt <laughs> that was thrown at me and said this is the biggest we got. Deal with it. A small handful I of stickers. I remember getting I mean, no, gift cards. Because I <laughs> You remember you getting probably them. used them. <laughs> okay, well I don't want the gift card. I just wanted well, you're to get, not going to get the gift I card. I wanted to give you a bunch of shit. <laughs> That's a foregone conclusion. Let's get this straight. You're not getting a gift card. But I will promise any listener listening right now that I swear upon the golden snarf that you will receive a $50 gift card. A trophy. I'll just have a to trophy, win again. A t-shirt that may or may not come for months afterwards. And a snarf mu- and, and a, a bunch s- of stickers and be a size small. And, and are we doing a, a snarf bundle of and snarf? a bundle or snarf one yeah. one bundle or snarf? Boy, so it's a two hundred dollar cash and prizes. So if you're listening and you haven't sent in a bracket, stop it to tape. Stop the tape. Yeah, get your bracket in because you don't want to miss out on these cash fabulous cash prizes. And I will most certainly not screw you over like I did to young Alex. But Here's he got a better thing. reward. Maybe Zach he became Maggie, a frequent guest. He gets to be on the show. <laughs> Maybe but. Zach and Maggie got him. And guess well, what? Got guys? both of them. <laughs> well, probably. They might have. Yeah, they probably did. Um, we got new stickers here. Get on the YouTubes if you're not on Look it and check out the sticker. Snarf Talk Podcast. New sticker Look at designed that. by Basil, Basil Beatles. Beatles, Jerry's uh, commander in the army. No nope. guy's got a sweet convoy commander, but he name. was a staff sergeant. It's a great name. Convoy commander. And I said commander. I know, but a commander is like in charge of the unit. He was a convoy commander, but which is a staff sergeant. Call him by Cobra his rank. commander. Call him by his rank. Cobra Kai. Got to call him by his rank. Uh, Sweep the leg. Anyway, regardless, new sticker. If you want that sticker, um, if you join our Patreon, patreon.com slash snarfcomics, and even for the $1 level, you will get uh, stickers. Anytime we get a new sticker, you'll get one. Uh, For the $5 level, you'll get that, plus um, bonus podcast materials. Um, You can also just email us, and we'll probably send you a sticker. Most likely. The bonus pods. Are well worth it to everyone, yeah. aren't they? And we're a little right behind. Now. We now to release some new ones, right? Uh, the stickers? No, the bonus pods. Yeah, we haven't we haven't released an actual podcast on uh, Patreon in a little bit. Yeah, we were trying, you know, shooting for a couple of months, so we might be one or two behind. Here's we'll the get, problem, we'll guys: is that we have to record those, and they normally go late. Yeah, that's fine. We'll now get them. We'll get early. we'll get some more up there. So if you're a Patreon, don't you worry. We'll get you. Uh, so are we ready? We're ready. We're ready for the snarf madness. Okay. If you haven't picked your bracket and you're going to, and, don't listen to and this. Also, Alex is going to chime in with his picks. However, his picks are irrelevant. Did you say elephant? Irrelevant. You guys are irrelevant. saying, you guys are saying elephant. Just like all your picks at home are irrelevant. Um, the only picks that matter are me and Jerry because right. we are the primus. Yeah, we are the primus. My name is mud. And, <laughs> and... <laughs> Are you an owner? That's good. <laughs> anyway, um, where these <clears throat> coughs are going to be? Yeah, I know. Sorry, we, uh, me and me and I Alex too. both have a cough. It's, it's. I don't. It's because I drink water. It's because you flex. I do. <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot about that. I flex really hard, and all sickness goes away. I'm serious. Try it. Okay. You need to flex more often. All right. So we're going to start <laughs> in the east bracket. That is your top 
left. The very top left the corner. Very top left. Um, we got uh, a lover's quarrel, a lover's duel. It if is. You will. <laughs> I like that. Yes. And, and by the way, I've had some people ask me this. And here's the deal I took all of the characters and I put them in a random, and I just put them randomly in there. Yep. And then I put them in a random uh, bracket generator program that randomizes them all. So there is no. It's completely. There's random. no rhyme or reason yeah. to any of this. There's no and, seeds. And I took all, I took the seeds off. I, I had an option on this bracket yeah. generator to just remove seeding completely. I tell you which what, it's uh, it gave us some doozies. <laughs> yeah, there's a couple um, that we're gonna do today that were difficult for me. There's one for sure that I I didn't necessarily have a hard time with, but I just did not like seeing the pairing at all because I wanted one of them to go to the second round. But. It's the way the bracket well, crumbles. Did you see the picture that I sent you while I was fin- yes. filling mine out? Yes, that I, was. I forgot to single text you back hardest on that. decision that I've probably made in my life. Yes, was uh-huh. that? Yeah, I I agree. I will have it, and because I'm confident, you guys will also have that difficult decision to make. Yes, probably. probably. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, we're gonna start in the top left. We got Electra versus. Daredevil. <coughs> yeah, Electra versus Daredevil. You you can go. Okay, I'll go first. Um, anybody, remember, the goal is to match our brackets. Correct. So if anybody's trying to match my bracket and you don't, and you're listening to this podcast, you know that Daredevil is one of, if not my favorite comic book character of all time. So for me, it's an easy one. Um, it's Daredevil for the win on this one. I'm in the same boat. Uh, the newest run of Daredevil that's out right now, if you guys are not reading it, you need to read it because it's amazing. Yeah. It's by Who's f- writing it now? Uh, um, oh, shoot. Why can't I think of his name? It's uh, Because you can't think of anybody's name ever. I never can. Whenever I'm sitting in front of this microphone, I can never think of their name. Unless it's Seal. Uh, unless it's Seal. <laughs> yeah. Or Primus. Uh, I can think of Primus song names. Um, are you looking it up? Uh, no. It's just Chip, Chip, Chip Zdarsky. Chip Zdarsky. Yes. He's doing a phenomenal job. It's a great run. I picked Daredevil because I don't really necessarily care for Electra that much, to be honest. Would you get Electra without Daredevil? Well, that's the thing. Mm, I mean, Electra yeah, a is a break off of the Daredevil franchise. However, but that doesn't take away from do the character. Her own I don't comics think. and yeah, her own runs in a whole um, movie. I, I love Electra. Don't get me wrong. I actually have the four. Or I mean, I have a lot of Electra. But I have uh, the four-issue arc where uh, she gets killed. Sure. Um, I bought it last year on eBay. Uh, Frank Miller. It was an awesome buy. They're super nice comics. I need to have them graded. Uh, nice. What did you have, Alex? Uh, Daredevil. Daredevil. I, wow. I, I, I know you well enough. Yeah. Dare, Daredevil is a highlight king. of my bracket. So if we're going to go... For Chris. If we we're going to talk more in-depth about characters as we go through. Sure. <clears throat> pick one. Your favorite iteration of Daredevil. An all medium. My favorite iteration of Daredevil, all <coughs> medium. Wow, certainly not the movie. Aflac. Um. Gosh, this seems like a cop out. It's not a cop out, but it's probably the new run of Daredevil. I really, really enjoy it. It's him coming out of the hospital after almost dying, and and this is obviously a trope of Daredevil. He's he's dealt with this before, but I really like how they've captured the fact that Daredevil is literally a part of the man now. 
he can't even basically survive without being Daredevil. And they play into that really hard. And I just, I love the art. I love the way he looks. I love the way he thinks, his speech, like everything about him in that comic book run. I really, really enjoy. I would say after that, I'm, uh, I would have to go, um, well, it doesn't matter. That That's my pick. Yeah. Um, I mean, no net, no love for Netflix. I love Netflix. That's what I was going to say. It was probably be my, my second pick because I did love that show so much. I love, uh, what's his name? David Cox, Michael Cox, something Cox, Charlie Cox, Charlie Cox. Um, you got the Cox right. Jerry. I did get the Cox right. And that I will never forget. Um, more power to you. Buddy. <laughs> and Not that there's uh, anything I, wrong with that. I absolutely love it. I think it's really great. Um, it would probably be my number one pick had this comic book run not come out. Yeah. Do you got any uh, of your favorite? What's your favorite iteration of Daredevil? It'd be the Netflix. I haven't. You haven't dog, See, dog that's deep. the one thing it, that I am lack in the whole comic thing is I'm, I don't read You a lot can't of read? That's fine. I, I can't. Oh, I'm sorry. But you'd think with the pictures it would help me. <laughs> I know you it, would. It, it doesn't. It doesn't. It makes it, it harder, actually. <laughs> Uh, my favorite iteration, um, which wasn't my first experience with Daredevil, but going back to um, the Frank Miller run, uh, the Born Again run, which is kind of the quintessential. It is. Daredevil. And I knew you were going to pick that. And it kind of changes that character and also kind of changes comics in a way. Big time. Um, it's one of the most important runs of a comic book ever made. Um, and I love it. But, you know, after that, um, <clears throat> the Mark Wade run is really, really good yeah. from, uh, I don't know, 10 years ago. Um, makes it's a light, little lighter fare, and he's kind of like a swashbuckling adventurer. Yeah, too. it's really fun. It's a fun book. Um, so yeah, <coughs> those are my two favorites. So we'll cool. go on to our next one, which is Doctor Manhattan versus Green, Green Lantern. Lantern. Oh man, I know what my pick is. Well, go first, Doctor Manhattan. Doctor Manhattan for you. Why I, is that? Oh, he's like so intense. Everything about him is intense. I want to hate the crap out of this guy but i don't because i understand that he literally doesn't have control of his mind anymore it's not a human he's not a human being you think of him as a human being because he was changed over because you see him as a human first uh but he's like so beyond he's basically godlike to where he doesn't have the same feelings as humans so when he talks about like eradicating people almost like thanos in a way um and the different things, like he just has no emotion or heart for people whatsoever. And you always got to color what you're thinking about the fact that he can see the past, present, and the future simultaneously. Exactly. So he already knows what's the best course of action. Yes, exactly. And But he he doesn't have any feeling. He just knows what is going to happen. So it is what it is with him. And I don't know. I like him a lot. Uh, Green Lantern is fine. He's a great character. But I don't know. I think Dr. Manhattan just has more to him that I enjoy. Yeah. And he's just... I really like how powerful he, he is. They never really use it um, to his full potential because if they did, he'd just like blow up the earth. Yeah. but Well, I don't think he wants to blow up the earth. He doesn't, but he could. Yeah. And I like him because yeah. of that. Uh, what about you, Alex? <laughs> I do. Um, I said Dr. Manhattan. Dr. Manhattan. Oh. Why'd you pick that? I just figured that's what you guys would pick. <laughs> um, that's right, because you don't matter, and you're not important. Exactly. Right. I'm trying to guess what you guys are going to um, My pick on this one would be Green Lantern. Ooh. Is it really? Yeah. You don't, you don't have any love for Dr. Manhattan, huh? You know, I'm not a huge... 
you know, fan necessarily of either one. Um, I've never been a huge Dr. Manhattan fan. Mm-hmm. Um, my favorite interaction iteration of him has been in the new uh, Watchmen show. Um, I really liked what they did with Dr. Manhattan. Yeah. I, you know, I wouldn't say that I was a huge fan of him back from the book. No. Um, you got to love to hate him. Yeah, I guess he was kind of a he's kind of an annoying character, I think, in some ways. Why? Um, first of all, he has like the ability to do like anything. Yes, but he always makes like stupid decisions or selfish decisions or like he he is allowed to think that he's killing people with radioactive poisoning, but he's not. Right. But he's tricked into it by Ozymandias. Right. Isn't that how the storyline goes? It's true. Um, I don't know. In either case, um, my exposure to that character has been essentially just the Watchmen graphic novel. Sure. And then more recently, the show, which he's a side character in. Um, Green Lantern, you're talking about a staple character for generations now. Honestly, I like the iteration in the movie. In the Zack Snyder movie? Isn't it Zack Snyder? Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah. That's probably the best one. I like that iteration the best because... I kind of forgot about that. It does give him a little more heart um, because of the love affair there um but i'm gonna go with green lantern i was always i've always kind of been intrigued by green lantern but i've never really gone back and dove super deep into it and i feel like i should i feel like there's a lot of good story and storyline there people say that that's one of the better dc characters yeah um but i do remember the show um the justice league show from the 90s Mm -hmm. and uh that was john edwards right yes it was john edwards it wasn't uh Hal Jordan. Yeah, or John Stewart. John Stewart. Yes. John, John Edwards no. was the medium guy on TV. Yeah. Okay. Crossing over. Oh, I remember that yeah. show. I think he was a fraud. Really? Yeah, he might have went to jail. Oh, like in real life you're saying? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, that's an issue. They did something about him on uh, FaceTime. I think he ended up like stealing. Yeah, he like stole money. He tricked, or... tricked people into telling them like their deepest yeah. things it's and weird. went on to steal from them or something oh okay so um, that's not true then huh you can't you can't do that stuff uh, but green lantern i always like the whole color yellow thing how that was like his nemesis the color yellow oh, and i hate the color yellow it is my you're least favorite color yellow. of all time you're wearing yellow. i know i hate it <laughs> i do i hate yellow i hate it with a passion. So I'm kind of like Green Lantern. What about the song? Um, I liked my favorite interaction would interaction. What are you saying? Iteration would probably be the Ryan Reynolds movie from 2001. Of course it was. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I actually didn't think it was a bad movie, though. No, I like it. My um, favorite part of Deadpool, one of my favorite parts is when he's getting wheeled in on a gurney and talking about his suit. Just don't make the suit green. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but I like Green Lantern. And one, what I really do like is Green Lantern core. So I did read a right. bunch of those comics, and they they kind of are like an intergalactic police force. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I just think I think it's cool. I think going forward, DC has a lot of future potential with that franchise if they go the direction of they the Green Lantern core and do it like Guardians of the Galaxy. I think they're golden. Then. Did you guys? Yeah, I agree with you. I think that would be really fun. Did you guys know? Little spoiler here for about Green Arrow. Did you know that they heavily teased that Diggle would be a Green Lantern? Yes. And they completed that tease at the end yes. of the series? I did see that. I, I saw the images of him That's as interesting. that. Um, and I like Diggle. 
You like Diggle? Whether yeah. or not it'll become an actual show, I don't know. I it won't. It, like CW stuff is always is always going to be kept separate from any movie stuff. Right. But, but why can't they, they do did, Green Lantern? But they did cross over um, Ezra Miller into the yeah. TV world. So it's a it's a multiverse. Right. Not anymore. Now it's over. They all died. Okay, next one. Next. We got uh, Winter Soldier versus Supergirl. This is kind of an easy one for me, to be honest. Okay, Supergirl. Winter Soldier. Oh. That's who I'm picking. Winter Soldier, he's just a better character uh, all around. I love the whole Bucky Barnes, Captain America dynamic. Winter Soldier's just a way better character, and that's my pick. Um, Alex. No. My picks don't matter. Just you, you do your picks, and then just I'll trying to be nice. And then yeah. you guys can just quickly say, "Well, would you pick?" Okay, um, I picked Winter Soldier. Obviously, if yes. you listen, then you know it's one of my favorite characters. I've collected the book now for like fifteen years. Mm-hmm. You um, have uh, going back, I think, to the Brubaker run. I got a bunch of those, um, which was defining for that. I was going to say, talk about your favorite iteration, That's Ed Brubaker. It. Yeah, Ed Brubaker is the beginning, middle, and end of Winter mm-hmm. Soldier. Um, but as we've recently learned, and I haven't read it, uh, Kyle Higgins has a pretty cool. Yeah, I um, did read some of that. I haven't finished it. Uh, that's newer. He's not doing it anymore, but it's a newer run. It was only 12 issues, I think. And he, we just listened to him talk about it at C2E2 last week, um, how he couldn't go back and retread any story because Brew Baker was so definitive on it. Yeah. Um, so he had to go a different direction, and he turned Winter Soldier essentially into like a support group for Hydra agents that wanted to get out. Yeah, he was like the guy who got them out of the business. And got them into like witness protection and then protected them. And it's it's actually based out of Chicago. Yeah. Like the story is Winter Soldier based in Chicago uh, trying to get, you know, all of these, you know, evil people into not necessarily the good side, but just not doing that work Away anymore. from their old life, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, but it is a one, it's a fantastic character and highly recommend that always as like an entry point for people that want to get into I think superhero he, comics. He looks so cool too. Yeah. And it's, um, great character. What'd you pick? I picked Winter Soldier. I figured. Aha. Supergirl. I don't know anything about other than the TV show. I don't really either. I know it's, I uh, like the TV show. It's, it's a good show, but it's I, Superman's cousin. Right. And she's actually older than him. Um, but no, I never really f- I never really got into it. I, I've never really been a huge Superman fan. That's well, we'll known. We'll talk about that later. It's not Superman. It's Supergirl. It's different. No, I know. I'm saying, like, <laughs> what I'm pointing out is that, like, Supergirl didn't stand a chance because I no, don't really care for... I know. It's what not that it? I don't care Cara, for Superman. Kara Zor-El or Kara L? Yes. Yes. Kara. Kara. Oh, you're right. Kara. Okay. Um, all right. We have Gojiwa. Godzilla. 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 And the Flash. Uh, Godzilla and the Flash. I. This is a tough one for you. I know. Because you like them big monsters. I do love a big monster movie, man. And I've always loved Godzilla. I used to watch the old school Godzilla movies all the time growing up. Like the guys in the rubber suit stomping through fake cities. Um, and then like Godzilla vs. King Kong was an amazing movie. They're I've watched that again. All I know, and I'm so excited for it. What about I, the last one? I saw it. I <coughs> yeah, reviewed I it on did the show. You, I don't remember if you liked it or not. I did like it. I just thought that they needed a little more Godzilla. I was going to watch it the other but day I, on an airplane, and I'm like, I better not watch this on an airplane. Why? It just feels like, I, like it needs to be on a bigger screen. Oh, I eh. agree. It does. 
No. I mean, I have my iPad, but... I mean, it would work either way. I, I liked the movie. I mean, it's nothing that's going to blow you away. It's a popcorn flick. You can throw it on, not pay attention to half of it, see the monster fights at the end, and, and you're good to go. You know, It's nothing I would tell anybody to go watch. Me, personally, I enjoy those movies. Um, a lot of people don't. That's fine. I do. I love Godzilla. I want Godzilla to be big, bad, and like beat everyone. I don't want a surprise. I just want to see Godzilla beat everybody. I know. He's awesome. Like big and bad, like oh, a yeah. badass, you know? Not like, necessarily like a bad monster. Right. Anyway, so I love Godzilla so much, but I picked the Flash. I figured. Because <laughs> the Flash is just one of my favorite characters in the DC universe. I freaking love the Flash. Yeah. And the Scarlet Speedster wins the day. Wins the day. What's your favorite Flash? My favorite Flash. Hmm. I'm going to say the early 90s run with... No, I'm just kidding. That's a terrible show. Have you ever seen that show? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's not good. They repri- He reprised his role in the new show as Barry Allen's dad. I know. I and he's great. Cool. I think it's great, too. Honestly, yeah, I might have to go with the show. Um, Grant Gustin's a great Flash. He's I, an I, incredible I, Flash. I loved the heart in the show. I know a lot of get, a lot of you people don't like the Flash all that much, and you like Green Arrow better, but definitely. And you throw stones at me about it, but I like I like that iteration. I that's hard to say though, because those shows are two completely different. Exactly, they are. They're very. In different. my opinion, like Green Arrow was dark. It was meant to be that dark show, and the Flash yes. to me is more. Cartoon. Comic book come to life. It's, like, it's, it's designed funny, like, to be that. Correct. Way. My mom likes Arrow, but she doesn't like Flash because she just thinks it's too lighthearted, like too uh, cartoony, comic booky. Love it. But I like both. I like both for different reasons. But. I'm interested to see who you're going to pick. Um, this is a tough one because I'm not a super huge fan of either. To mm-hmm. be honest, um, I like Godzilla movies. I've liked pretty much every Godzilla movie. Um, that's come out like in the recent years. Sure. Um, you know, some of the old ones I watched when I was a kid, I liked them when I was a kid. I don't think I'd, I'd care to watch them back now. No. And I don't, I don't watch the old ones now. I just wait for the new ones to come out. And they're really honestly nothing that I go back to. No, I just enjoy them when I do watch them. Um, I went with the flash because it's a better character. It's a better character. And you're talking about a, a long history you know, vital part of the DC universe. It's not that I don't like the flash. It's just that I don't have a ton of history of reading flash. I watched the show. I love the show. Um, if I had to go back to anything, I'd probably say the DC animated movies with the flash in them. Like flashpoint would probably be my favorite or or the comic book run of flashpoint. Flashpoint was (laughs) flashpoint is so big in the DC universe that I don't think a lot of people understand. Like it's changed a ton yeah. within every single character's life and like their storylines and stuff. It has affected so many people. And what I think is a cool part about it is that so Flashpoint happened and it, obviously it's just writers thinking of these things later in time. It's not like they planned any of this out. But uh, I mean, we're we're talking how many years later after Flashpoint and they're coming out that it's affected this, this, and this, you know, and like Doomsday Clock uh, came out. That's been spawned because of Flashpoint spoilers. Um, it's just, it's such a big deal. Yeah. 
and it was from one guy making a decision. Yeah. And for better or worse, it happened. And I think it's amazing. And that, that animated movie, if you haven't seen it, go go see it. Um, It's really, or or rented or whatever. Yeah. Flashpoint is a DC animated movie, but um, you know, I also like the flash and all the justice league shows and all the shows from the Mm nineties. What'd you go with? I figured you guys would go with flash. Yeah. I saw some other people pick Godzilla. On brackets. So oh, really? I haven't really paid attention. Flash, the whole it's, Flashpoint thing in the CW is actually what made me start watching The Flash. Yeah. Because I was only watching Arrow at the time. And then all of a sudden, Diggle oh, yeah. didn't have a daughter anymore. He had a son. And I was like, what the <laughs> is going what on? Is going on? Yeah, yeah. I got to go back and I got to watch I this thought it was season. Cool. I think they did a really good. They did. They did a... I mean, they, 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 they burnt, did a great job. They burnt through all the that. story they real did. fast. They did. Yeah, but the they dealt with the consequences for a long time. Yes. Like burnt, for a whole season. Yep. Yes. They burnt through the story really fast in the show, but it, the ramifications of that one little story that they did <coughs> of Flashpoint. Uh, and then correct me if I'm wrong. They never reversed it back. No, I don't think so. Well, I haven't watched the reversed show. Reversed what so. back? Like they never took it back to the all initial. Before he goes? Yeah. Don't Did they? Can't. Yeah, that's right. Ramifications of time travel are too much. I just think it's cool that they committed like that. They changed characters around and their motivations and who they... And obviously, they kind of convened back to an area that you're more comfortable with. But the story wasn't exactly the same. Not as the first two seasons. I still can't believe you guys have not seen the whole crisis thing. Not yet. Uh, I know. I gotta watch it. How do you do that? If if you you don't have it on your DVR or anything, how do you... I'm telling you I right now. I don't have it on my DVR. That's the problem. Well, what are you going to do? I'm going to have to wait for it to come out on Netflix. Oh, God. Well, no. They do it as soon as, 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 soon soon as, as the, the season's season over. Up. It drops on Netflix. Yes. Yeah. Right. So they should have all of them now. I don't know. They no, don't. No. Because this season of The Flash is still... Well, that's fine. By the time I burn through the seasons that I'm lack <laughs> behind... That You've got like probably, four other crossovers. Yeah, that to will deal probably with. be. I wonder if on it's on so. DC app because I got that. <clears throat> oh, my! I still have that too. I kind of forgot about that. Yeah, it still might be early enough that you could. Either well, way, you I, with your Directv, I'm you telling you right now, I'm going to go back and watch all of that, all of the Flash. I probably, I don't know if I'm going to watch any of Green Arrow and all the crossover stuff. Should I? Yeah, oh yeah. You're gonna want. You're gonna if you're gonna watch. You need to watch all the Crisis events. So just those individual shows on air. I don't have to watch like six episodes of Arrow in order to gain knowledge of what's going on. No. Okay. I mean, a lot of it's just like they all know crisis is coming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And well, they're all in the same. What world. you should do is watch the Obviously. years prior crossover event. Oh, yeah. That's what I'm I'm going to start from where I left off on Flash and go forward. But I'll have to figure out do, uh, how do I know when there's a crossover coming in Flash? Does one come before the other? There's probably a guide online. Yeah. I'm sure there is. You, but you, how did you know? How did you know which one to watch first? Because I've been watching all the seasons since. Well, I know, but I what if out. you turned on Flash first and you should have watched the Arrow one first? Well, it says in the description Crisis Part 1, Crisis Part 2. Oh, okay. That's what I was looking for. And then, like, because I don't watch Supergirl, I don't watch Batwoman. But I had to record Batwoman for one episode oh. just so I could get that one oh part gosh. of That's terrible. Was I'm that, sorry. Is that all right? Kevin Conroy's in it. We met him. <laughs> yes, we did. Okay, that was the Flash. Uh, now we are on. Let's see. Uh, new new challenge here. 
Oh, should we say who is? We'll do. We'll do that at the end. Never mind. I don't know what you're who's competing about. against each other for the second round. At the end, we'll go over that. Yes. Okay. okay. Next one is Black Panther and Spider Man. Spider Man. Yes. That's who you picked. That's who we picked. Yes, yeah. that right. is who I yeah. picked as well. Spider Man is the that. winner. This is hands down easy, easy, easy. We're we're gonna shake it up for a really difficult pick later down the road, I think. But um, Spider Man for me is earlier. I said Daredevil is probably my favorite. Spider Man is mm. probably my favorite. Um, it's such a it's close a, tie, it's a, right? It's, there. A, it's a close. It's close. We'll see. Um, but I also really like Black Panther and always have. Yes. Um, but not like deep dive into the character, but I always liked him as a kind of showing up in other people's books character. Mm-hmm. Like I never read the book Black Panther, but he would frequently show up in other books or on cartoons or things like that. And But when it comes down to, I mean, Spider-Man is, I mean, he's probably the biggest comic book character, arguably out of two or three. Right, he's, of all time, so. he's probably yeah. thir- the third. Mm, maybe he's probably the third. I mean, Superman and Batman are bigger than Spider Man. Mm. I don't know, man. Spider Man's pretty big. I think it. Like is. if you go by comic book sales, I mean, it's hands down, Spider Man blows, blows them both out of the water. Of comic book, you go characters. You go Marvel side. He's the biggest. Well, hands absolutely down. Marvel side. I'm saying it overall. Overall, the best comic, or not necessarily the best, but the. Most well-known, I mm-hmm. guess, if somebody thought comic book character, don't you think they'd think probably Superman? It's, I don't know. They're all those three. I mean, yeah. I, I don't know how you can rank. But. Well, DC's better. Anyway, uh, Spider-Man for me, <laughs> I can't even, I, I don't even know how I'd begin to talk about my favorite iterations. Um, I love the 1990s animated show, Spider-Man. Yes. Um, I love all of the movies. Even the Andrew Garfield years. I do too. I love um, those movies. But especially uh, Far From Home and uh, and uh, Homecoming. But I love all the comics. Going back, I've been reading it since I was a kid. Um, Spider Island, Grim Hunt. I mean, there's just too many good ones. Spectacular Spider-Man, Superior Spider-Man. Uh, there's too many good ones to, to talk Ultimate. about. Ultimate. But Ultimate Spider-Man, yeah. So, I mean, I'd have to probably give it up to, um, just in general, say, like, Dan Slott, who wrote Spider-Man Forever. Oh, um, he also did Superior Spider-Man. But he, he? Wrote, he wrote Spider-Man, like, forever. Oh, really? Like, for oh, 10 I, years. I didn't know that. Um, and so he's probably been one of my favorite. Um, but anyway, yeah, this was an easy one for me. Yeah, me too. I, I've never... I honestly don't think I've ever read anything about Black Panther. I knew he was a character. I knew he showed up in other stuff. I just don't know anything about him. Spider-Man is an easy win there. I think I think for the majority of people, they would pick Spider-Man. Yeah. Because he is such a big name. All right, moving on. Well, what did you pick? He said Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Oh, you did? Okay. Uh, next one we're going to do is Nick Fury versus Xena Warrior Princess. Uh, man, Lucy Lawless. I will, I will say right now, this was one of my hardest picks. Honestly, I... Of the entire round. I, I agree. And I, I still am not satisfied with what I picked. I don't really think I am either. Um, I crossed out my first pick and wrote another one, and I want to cross that out and write another one, but I can't. We're here. Now. I will say there's like three matchups, four matchups in this whole side that I was really iffy on. This may be the most. 
Um, I ultimately I picked Nick Fury. I did as well. I picked Nick Fury as well. Um, and what did you pick, Alex? Nick Fury. The I interesting like thing I sh- about this is people are probably like, "What? Why would this be a typical pick?" I love the Nick Fury character from all the movies. Yes. Wasn't a huge fan of that character in general in any comics, although I've read many comics with him in them. Um, I've seen many cartoons and many cartoon animated movies with him in it. Um, but I just love that show, Xena Warrior Princess from the 90s. I, I love that show. But that's my only really exposure. I haven't read any of her comics. There's nope. like a huge long run of Xena comics. I'm sure they're great. But I love Greek mythology, and I love that swords and sandals type thing and i liked xena but ultimately you have to give credit to sam jackson and probably his best iteration for me was in captain marvel 100 percent, i agree with all of that <coughs> xena was a show that i watched as a kid you know growing up that uh I loved it was on it was on like right after Hercules with Kevin Sorbo. Hercules, and I would, Hercules. I would watch both of those shows back to back and I thought they were amazing and awesome. And I think they had um they had a crossover between Hercules and oh, yeah. Xena. They had them all a few time. times. Did they? Mm-hmm. I didn't realize it was a few times, but I, I thought I remembered them being together in the same show. I loved those shows. I thought they were awesome. I was going with the nostalgia pick, which is what I normally do. But again, I had to give it to Sam Jackson as Nick Fury. I, I I don't know him in the comic book runs very much. I'm basing it off of the movies. But yeah, him and Captain Marvel is amazing when they de-aged him. And uh, I, I just think he has the best, uh, like his best acting and his best story is in Captain Marvel compared to the rest of the movies. Yeah. Because the rest of the Marvel movies, he's really you know, just kind of a side character that pops up every once in a while. But in Captain Marvel, he's a he's a main main guy, and I like it a lot. Yeah. So that's my pick. Did you watch Xena, Alex? Uh, not really. No? That, that was probably like a year before I started getting into shows like that. Yeah. Like after I got out of cartoons and so. Oh, I but was I, still I mean, into cartoons. I mean, that was kind of like a live-action cartoon, really. Yes. But... Didn't she do this all the time? Oh yeah, <laughs> to go off of and what she had to like loop blade. Thing? Yeah, that yeah. loop thing. Yeah. Didn't Xena didn't happen without Hercules, right? Didn't oh, Xena start oh. from Hercules? Oh, I guess I don't. I was not aware. I'm pretty of that. sure she was like a spinoff I, character of Hercules. Probably forgot that. You're right. I, yeah, no, I, I think she right. was definitely a spinoff character. Also, that other dude that was on Hercules. Remember the guy, the blonde guy, that was just like his sidekick. I don't remember. Gosh, I have to go back and the, see it. The biggest thing that I I remember from the Kevin Sorbo Hercules is from the Hollywood Babylon disappointed thing that they talk about, where it's a extreme overact on Sorbo's part, and he just screams disappointed. <laughs> we we saw Kevin. Sorbo. We did see him. Um, he is a big. Um, he's came out on record talking about the horrendous treatment of himself by Hollywood because he's a conservative. Really? Yeah, he can't get any work. Who gives a shit? No kidding. I'm just saying that's what he that's what he says. He's a big yeah, like I mean that's fine. I don't think that wow. should play a part into your job. No, it should Oh no, it absolutely should that's not. That's what he's he doesn't think so either, but he's <laughs> saying he's being discriminated against. Wow. But he could just be a shitty actor too. Could be. <laughs> Uh, all right, next one. Let's keep moving here. We got a lot of lot to cover. 
So don't rush me. I'm going to Let's go. We got it. Who do we got next? We got Iron, Iron Man, Man and Blade. Okay, this one was another very difficult one for me. It uh, was out of like yeah, there was several that were difficult, and this was one for me. Um, ultimately, it's got to come down to because I love Blade. I've loved that character for a long time. I in the comics and the early movies, I think it's a good character. But yeah, yeah I mean, it comes down to Robert Downey Jr. and it comes down to Iron Man. It's, it's Iron Man. It's absolutely Iron Man. But if it wasn't for the Marvel movies, like I think I would have picked Blade. But I I agree with you. I would too because I had seen the Blade movies, but I never read any Blade comic books. Yeah, but I never read any Iron Man comic books either. Well, I have read some, but only because of the movies. Right. So, <laughs> well, I shouldn't say that. Actually, I I read a lot of Iron Man back like during the Civil War run in the mid. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway. I picked Iron Man. What'd you pick, Alex? I figured you guys would pick that Iron Man. Yeah. Well, we did. Um, and that's all I have to say about uh, that. Uh, yes. <laughs> uh, next run. Next one is Hercules and Cyclops. Hercules versus Cyclops. And I'll just say right now, it's my of my opinion. Okay. That you can pick any iteration of Hercules you want, because there's a comic the, book character Hercules, yes. like a Marvel comic book character. Or there's Kevin Sorbo Hercules, or or the Greek Di- mythology Hercules, or Disney, Disney Hercules. Yeah. Yes. Um, so I'm just saying across the board that character is free game, whatever iteration you want to take. Okay. So can you pick any iteration of Cyclops? Sure. Well, yeah, of course. Oh, okay. All right. Good. I just wanted to clear it up. Yeah. So See Greek mythology level- Cyclops? Uh, no. <laughs> I just wanted to make sure it's a level playing field here. Nor John Goodman from Where uh, Oh Brother Where Art Thou? No. Nope. Uh. Well, that's what I thought it was based off of. Okay, uh, my pick here was Hercules. Ooh. I picked Hercules over Cyclops because I don't honestly care for the Cyclops character. I see. I love that character of Cyclops. I've always liked him. He's fine. I guess I shouldn't say I don't care for him. He's fine. He is a Marvel X-Men character. He's the white bread to Wolverine's... You know, uh, what do you, like he's a bad boy. Yeah, to, he's like the popular kid in school. That's exactly what he is. That's one hundred percent what he is. And I, you know, I was teacher's pet. He's annoying. I wasn't that guy. I wasn't popular. All right, I was, you know, school, on the school of hard knocks. You know, I lived on the streets. Says the Prince of Verona. <laughs> oh, I forgot about that. So <laughs> either I lived on the streets of Verona. Yeah, getting carried streets. around. On my thrones. Yeah. Uh, and that's why I picked Hercules, because I did go for the nostalgia pick. Loved the show. Um, it's all I'm basing it off of, to okay. be honest with you. I just, I like that character better. Well, this one was easy for me. I love the X-Men. Yes, you do. Love the X-Men. I've always loved the character of Cyclops. I've read the X-Men my own life. I watched the cartoons. I watched the movies, like all of it. But I went with Hercules. Ooh. Easy pick for me. Oh, wait a minute. I was like blacked out there for a minute. You went with Hercules? Hercules all the way. For me, that's an easy pick. You're talking about probably throughout time, history, one of the first superhero, probably. Yes. And one that there's been more stories of combined. Oh, for sure. Than probably anybody on this list. Yeah, I agree with you. Jesus I didn't is even, not here, is there? I didn't even think. No, he's not. Okay. He's, he's not Hercules is around before Jesus. Technically. Yeah. Um, but I'm a huge, huge fan of Greek mythology. Huge fan. So yeah. I love 
all the old works of Hercules. I love all the movie iterations of Hercules. I loved the show. I loved the Disney animated show movie. Um, I like the comic book versions. All of it. I'm in the bag for Hercules. So that's where I'm at. There you go. All day. Hey, we've got a very similar bracket so far. Chris. Yeah. Unfortunately, I think we're exactly the same. No, we've got yeah. one different. What? Don't we have one different? Yeah. Green Lantern. That's yeah. And I difference. got Dr. Manhattan. Uh, next one. We have Dr. Strange versus Wonder Woman. All right. I am a DC person through and through. Yes. You know that, right? Did you know that? I kind of figured. Huh. And I picked Dr. Strange. See, you're trying to fake people out because I did it last time. <laughs> I know. Everybody knew it was coming. No, they didn't because norm, you would think I'd pick Wonder Woman. I do love Wonder Woman. I think it's a great character. And I absolutely love the movie except for the third act. Yeah. But um, the new one coming out looks great. The new one looks till, so good. Until you get to the volcanoes. and Yeah, I'm sure something will start oh, yeah. on fire and Magma. be melted. There will be melting steel all around. I'm sure it will turn into a red inferno. There will be a lot of slow motion <sighs> action. Gosh, I See, hope not. I think the only one they did that right one with was Aquaman. And I know you guys have said that you're not. He loved oh, it. I like it. I like I, it a lot. I didn't I didn't care for it. I've watched that movie probably half a dozen times. Really? Before. I need I to mean, go I've back. had a lot of free time. Yeah, yeah you do. <laughs> no, I like the movie a lot. I, I enjoyed Aquaman. Um, they made Aquaman an actual character to like. Yeah. Because who likes Aquaman? I, I get it, man. <laughs> I completely get it. Oh, you can should read to, the comics. He can talk to fish. I've heard that the comics are amazing. I've never read an Aquaman comic. No, neither have I. But for the last 10 years, they've been saying how good the comics have been. So I picked Doctor Strange, and it's because I think he's a badass. Yeah. I love all of that. Um, Like the sorcery, everything he can do, him seeing the future, him calculating like what's going to happen in the movies. He also does that in the comic books. The whole, like... Dormammu uh, fight sequence that they did in the movie was straight from the comic book comic books, but they did it a lot longer. It was like a longer time frame in the comic books, so they shorten it up because it's a movie. Um, the Sanctum Sanctorum. The, yeah, Sanctum Sanctorum, and all of everything about Doctor Strange. If you guys listening uh, have never delved into the world of Doctor Strange, you need to because it's ripe with story. Yeah, and I love it. Well, and, and I think uh, Benedict Cumberbatch yeah. is a phenomenal Doctor Strange. Yes. I really do. He's Peng- the perfect iteration. Penguins. Who? Pen- Penguins? Have you not heard his whole Pen- pr- pronunciation of penguin? No. Oh, my God. You okay. you need to look up that YouTube video because <laughs> okay. it is the... Oh, he can't say penguin. I mean, it is kind of hard to say. Penguin. No, penguin. he keeps penguin. saying penguins. 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 <laughs> what? <laughs> I mean, he's a British old chap. Oh, I also love him as uh, Sherlock, too. Is that a character on here? No, it should be, though. Oh, man, it should be. Um, in any case, my choice was easy because Doctor Strange is one of the greatest comic book characters of all time. Of all so time. So that was an easy one for me. What do you have, Alex? I figured you guys would go with Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange, uh, I know that the general public isn't super familiar with him because he's only been in a couple movies, although the movie's iterations are brilliant. Yes. Uh, I love magic, first off. Yeah. So I'm a big fan of that. But Doctor Strange comics are like a whole different world, man. They're They're, very different. They're out there, and they're amazing, and they're great. There's a great uh, Marvel animated movie, Doctor Strange, 
that I suggest. It's like an origin story. It's great. Um, but in general, that character has also been a big part of the entire Marvel universe. Yes. For a very long time. Um, he's actually ran the Avengers. Um, he's a great character and one of my favorites and definitely wins that one. Absolutely. And it's not like I, I don't have a lot of, I'm not going to say that I'm a huge Wonder Woman fan because I don't really have a lot of exposure to Wonder Woman. I mean, outside of the Justice League animated show. Yes. Which was fine. And Right. I, I mean, I haven't read anything. I haven't read a lot of Wonder Woman. I, I collected Wonder it Woman. for a while because there was some artist on, or a writer on it, and they said it was really good. Um, and it was. And it was a good run. I didn't really read a lot of it, but... that's a that, I mean, that's a whole other reason why I picked Doctor Strange. I just I don't have the base knowledge of Wonder Woman. Besides, I loved I loved the movie and the show when I was a kid. That, um, um, that show yeah, was on. That's okay. Wasn't great. No. Um, I'm gonna go for the next one. Is this was another difficult one for me? The Punisher and Jean Grey. Yes, this is a very difficult one. And um, I go I, ahead. What'd you get? Okay, so. The Punisher and Jean Grey. I ended up picking Jean Grey. It's amazing. You, uh, it is amazing, isn't it? That's what I picked too. I assumed it would be. Actually, now that I, as I just said it and looked at you, I figured that's who you picked. But I, man, normally I would go with, I should go with the gritty, like horrific, gory type character, which is the Punisher. But I really like Jean Grey. Yeah. I like everything about her, except for how kind of whiny she is. She's a pretty whiny character. Uh, but overall, as an X-Men, she's incredible. I love the story between her and um, good old Wolverine. And I just think she's amazing. Everything about her is amazing. She's super powerful. Mm -hmm. uh, I like her turning into Phoenix. I think that's amazing, too. Like Dark Phoenix and whatnot. I don't. I've never seen the movie yet. I think I still should see the movie since you did. Yeah. Uh, and talked about it. It made me want to see it. But um, yeah, I like Jean Grey. I like her in the movies. I lo love her in the comic books. I loved her in the uh, uh, X Men cartoon in the nineties. It's great. All around great. Yeah, I went with Jean Grey too here. Um, not a huge probably surprise. I'm not a huge Punisher fan. I like the Punisher movies that have been out. I like the show a lot. I've liked comics over the years. I've read a lot of The Punisher. Yeah. Um, it's been one that I've read a lot, um, especially back in the Marvel Knights runs, run in the late 90s and early 2000s. But don't you think there's just like... It's just kind of a shallow character. Yeah, there's me. not enough there. Not enough meat the on the bone. Yeah. That's um, Jean Grey is... It's a very high drama, high concept character. Mm -hmm. um, I always loved her powers and how powerful she was. But frankly, I always found her to be a pretty annoying character. She is. Uh, for me, this is all based on one thing, and that's the Phoenix. Yeah. Um, the Phoenix Force, that character, that, and we're, we're talking about a, a handful of comics. It was a really yeah. short run. The movie's dog shit. Um, <laughs> the comics run, though, is great, and I was, I've been fascinated with Phoenix, Phoenixes ever since I was a little kid because of the comics, which I didn't even read till after the animated show. So, I oh, really? Probably saw the X Men animated iteration of that first. 
performed. I, I absolutely did. But I did like uh, you're like Famke 15 years older than Jenkin me. or whatever her name is from the original X-Men movies. Mm-hmm. I liked her iteration of that character. And uh, uh, yeah, it's just there's more. I, I just feel like there's more depth there than there is with the Punisher. There's a ton more depth. And I wish they've made good strides with the show, though, the Netflix show. <coughs> um, that, I think, gave a lot to that character. But it's over now. So you're talking Punisher. Yeah. Oh, okay. I, that was like Jean Grey did not have a ne- Netflix show. But I it, wish she did. Even still, it's almost still one dimension. Yeah, it, it is. I mean, it's very. It's a revenge story. Yeah. I mean, I always did like when he popped up in Spider Man, or he fought Spider Man or Daredevil. Oh, and yeah, and he pops into the new Daredevil run, and I think it's great. Yeah. I loved him being in the new Daredevil run. I think it's a really good story, but. It just doesn't. He's There's a no great side character. character in Marvel Comics history. One of the best because he pops in and out of books, and he's always—it's always for very good yeah. purposes. Like he always serves the B plot well. Yes, absolutely. But that's the extent of it. It's kind of like what we were talking about with Black Panther. It's yeah. the same thing with Black Panther popping in better. Another, I think, but better. Yes. Okay. Next one. So we picked Jean Grey. You and I both. Next one is. Uh, who is it? Cable and RoboCop. Yeah. Cable and RoboCop. Cable. I want to hear yours first. I've been going first. I want to hear yours. Um, this one was easy for me. It's definitely Cable. I'm a big fan of Cable. Always have been. Um, I have the first appearance of Cable. Do um, you? New Mutants 83. Um, I actually have two copies of it. Always loved that character since it first came out in the comics um, in the in the mid-90s or early 90s, whenever that was. And uh, Cable... Uh, and Deadpool, which is probably the longest running iteration of that character, they were a team up, oh, yeah. um, and they had their own comic book series for for decade or more. And I've always collected it, and I loved it. And the interplay between those two characters is just it's perfect. You got the straight man and the comedy, and fen- phenomenal character. Yeah, uh, I honestly don't know much about Cable at all. I've never really followed it. It's mainly a comic book character. I mean, there's been a little it bit is. in the X-Men animated series. Yeah. And then a little bit in the newest Deadpool. And that's really all you... If you haven't read comics, those are your only two familiarities with that character. Right. I mean, I know of him. I never really followed anything about Cable. So I went with RoboCop on this one. This is where we diver- diverge, Christopher. And I went with RoboCop just for, again, like I'm the nostalgia guy. And uh, all I have ever done is watch the movies of RoboCop. And I've watched all the movies of RoboCop because I loved them. The new one, too? Um, I did see the new one. It's yeah. good. When when did that come out? Two uh, years ago? Five years ago. Maybe. Five years ago. It was long. Oh, was, was long. it? Yeah. Man, I feel like I just saw it. Um, I mean, anyways, it but. Before Altered Carbon, and that was two or three years ago when that first came okay. out. So. Uh, yeah, I. Yeah, I like the older ones better, and I've always liked the older ones better. I used to watch them constantly. Um, that was like a reoccurring thing that I would just pop in a RoboCop movie and watch <laughs> it. And every time I'd see it on USA early in the day, I'd watch it. Um, yeah, big fan. Love RoboCop. Would you Would you go on this one? I thought you guys would both say Cable. Yeah. So. Uh, well, I didn't. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I got all right. two chances. 50-50 shot. I'm matching the brackets. So. Next one, Iron Fist and Captain America. Yeah. Wow. This one, um, I'm actually a huge fan of both characters. Um, I love Iron Fist. I love Iron Fist, too. But it's I really love Captain America. I mean, I've loved, I've read Captain America since I was a little kid. I love that character. 
And we just, listen, we're coming off a decade of the best iteration of that character that's ever existed and listen, in the Marvel coming, Cinematic Universe. And we're coming off of like two years of just terrible Iron Fist shows yeah. on Netflix. Which I didn't mind, actually. <laughs> yeah, <I know. laughs> but this one isn't even a close contest. I do like uh, Luke Cage and Iron Fist when they do Heroes for Hire, but um, you know, it's basically in cartoons and in the comics. Yeah. Um, Captain America for the win. Uh, as well for me, I also pick Cap- Captain America. I think that's pretty, pretty standard. Yeah, pretty standard. I think they could do really good things with Iron Fist in a movie. Um, but I mean, Captain America obviously blows them out of the water. Yeah. If anybody picked Iron Fist, shame on you. Yeah, they need to make it a kung fu movie. Yeah, absolutely. Um, not what they really tried to. Do. I mean, I guess they did that on the Netflix show. I like the Netflix show. I I honestly didn't mind it at all either. I liked it. It's I just, just that actor was so bad. He was not good, and I wish they would have used his power more. Yeah, like there was times where it's like, come on, dude, center your chi, bro. And cultural appropriation. You know? Come on, I know. Make him an Asian. Exactly. Dude. Make him an Asian. <laughs> Although he's white in the comics, but whatever. Yeah. Who'd you go with, Alex? I figured you guys would both say Cap. Yeah. Right. right and if you didn't put that again, shame on you. Get out. GTFO. Here's where we uh, separate the meat from the bones, as you say. The the listener from the casual fan. This hurt. This is the one that hurt my insides, Chris. We got Hulk and Swamp Thing. Hulk and Swamp Thing? Are you shitting me (laughs) right now? I couldn't believe that these guys were matched up together. And... Gosh, I wanted one of these guys to go on so far, but I again, if you listen to Snarf Talk, if you've ever heard me talk about characters on Snarf Talk, you know who I picked. Who's that, Chris? Hulk. Swamp, <laughs> swamp Thing. Absolutely Swamp Thing. I do love Hulk. I love Hulk so much. Um, I'm also a huge fan of Hulk. I also picked Swamp Thing. By the oh, way. you did? Yeah. Honestly, I didn't know if you would or not. Oh no, yeah, definitely. I picked Swamp Thing. I'm a huge fan of the Hulk as well, especially in the comics. Yes. Not really had a good iteration anywhere else. I the loved comics. the old school TV show. I watched it all the time. Oh yeah, the TV show, but then uh, like the live action TV show, yeah. I watched all the time. There were some good animated movies. Hulk versus Wolverine. Yes. Planet Hulk was good, um, and obviously his best iteration in Thor Ragnarok. I think. Uh, are you sure? Yes. Uh, at, at least I agree. In no, I can, no, I completely agree. Um, and yeah. now, now that I'm thinking about it, I'm second guessing myself because is this like all Hulk iterations? Of course. It's the Hulk yes, as a character. Hulk. But what about Red Hulk? What? It's, it's the not Hulk. Hulk. It's a different person. Then no. Then right. No, that's Red Hulk. Yeah, I guess no. Because I mean, you look Red at the Hulk. next spot, She Hulk's in there. Oh, so. yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, it's I picked Swamp Thing and. You know, yes. <clears throat> Swamp Thing for me is ultimate. I love the saga run, obviously, and me and Jerry both collect Swamp, Swamp Thing. But honestly, I love the new Scott Snyder stuff in the new Fifty Two. Oh Scott Snyder stuff. I just finished that recently. It's so good. Brian K. Vaughn had a run about uh, his daughter, like Swamp Thing's daughter, and them getting together and you know doing their thing. Like she gets in trouble and she's. Um, I don't know. I'm not going to spoil it and it'll take me forever to talk about it. Cause I want to talk about it for like an hour. Um, but it's just, it's so good. I love everything Brian Kevon does. And then the one, um, issue that I've talked about a bajillion times about the winter 
uh, issue. It's like the winter special is what it's called. That's all it's called. And it's just a one story of Swamp Thing walking through the snow and being chased by what you think are monsters. And he's holding a child. Do you remember this? Oh, yeah. We, yeah. I talk about it all the time. It's just so good. And I love the character of Swamp Thing. I liked the show. I liked the TV show of Swamp Thing. I think they did it a disservice. They didn't do well with it. But I did like the beginning of it. I think the suit and the the, character was really good. It's unbelievable to me that they have not made a series of animated movies about Swamp Thing. It's It's the perfect medium to do it. Um, They don't use that property. I honestly think it goes further than just what's out there now. I think if you just break it down by character, Swamp Thing is just an infinitely more interesting character than the Hulk. The Hulk is yeah. a bit one note. Um, Smash. Yeah, basically. And the dichotomy between him and Bruce Banner. Um, but the Swamp well, Thing is like... That's what I was saying. It's like, very epic in scope. The, you know, it's a, it's a... The stories that you have with Swamp Thing... I mean, he's essentially a god. I mean, he's essentially the personification of nature. He is, yeah. Um, so you can just do a lot with that character throughout time and history and space and anything. Yes. Um, so what did you think we were going to go with? Swamp Thing. Uh, you know. He's a good guy, good listener. Gosh, just talking about Swamp Thing gets me all riled up. I yeah. don't know if you noticed this, but... Gosh, You're about ready to just rip your suit. I can't. And your shirt. I love just. that character so much, and I'm going to have so <laughs> many problems later on in these brackets because yeah. I, I haven't done this until right now, and it's it's going to cause some issues in my own head. All right, now we got uh, probably the hardest matchup I had for this whole bracket. For real? Yeah, it's uh, She-Hulk versus Superman. She-Hulk versus Superman. Yeah. I'll throw mine out real quick. I picked Superman. And I've talked about how I'm not a huge Superman character, but I honestly don't know anything about She-Hulk besides that she exists and she's a Hulk and she's a lawyer. Yeah. That's it. I love the She-Hulk character. Um, I read that comic a lot starting when I was in college. And it's just a great character. It's going to be an amazing Disney Plus show. I can already tell you. I'm very excited about that. But I think it's a phenomenal At the end of the day, I had to pick Superman, too. And it's not that I'm... Oh, you did? I have to. Oh, my gosh. I have to because of the history. I mean, it's what? Yeah. Like we said, top three comic book characters of all time. But do you like Superman Superman better? That's not what the bracket is. Yes, it is. It's who you like. It's who we like better. But we've already talked about this many times, Jerry. It's who you like. It's who you have the most cultural impact, who has yeah. the better depth and breadth of story. Um, it's a more interesting character, sure. Superman's a more interesting character. It is. It's an alien from another planet that is raised, the last son of Krypton. And it's raised by a small farm family. I mean, that's a more interesting character than a spinoff character from another universe that's a lawyer for superheroes. I agree. That's ex- uh, and and I know nothing about She-Hulk, so I had to give it to Superman. So I like I like and and there's a lot of Superman comics I do like, like All Star Superman, Grant Morrison run, um, Red Sun was a good one. Red Sun is very good. There's a bunch of good ones. Uh, I just have never been a huge fan. And uh, the old uh, Christopher Reeve movies loved them. I do too. All of them, even the crappy too. ones. And uh, Lois and Clark, big fan of that show. Oh, I loved Lois and Clark. I used to watch that all the time. So yeah, I'm I'm a fan. So two Supermans, and you went with? I thought you guys would go with She-Hulk. No, you didn't. Yes, I did. Oh, really? Because, well, when this comes out, I don't know. It was a handful of episodes ago. You guys said something about She-Hulk, and you guys both said how awesome of a character she was. And she is a great character. And you guys... 
There's, you said that, and, and I knew that that was on the bracket. I'm like, all right, I'll, I'm going to throw that in there. I think that's basing it off of like the newest run of She-Hulk because they are making her into a really incredible character, and she has a huge role uh, right now in the comic books with Captain Marvel. So Captain Marvel's kind of running amok at the moment in like the Avengers world and in Marvel as as a whole, and She-Hulk's kind of stepping in as, and trying to be the savior there. Um, I don't know the end game, but I know that there's a huge uh, battle going on between the two of them, which is really interesting to me, and I think the Disney show will be amazing. Uh, next one, we have Harley Quinn and He-Man. Yeah. I mean, uh, where'd you go with? I'm interested to see. Uh, I went uh, with my girl, Harley Quinn. There you go. And I know it, you're talking about side characters <coughs> and coming off of different things. Uh I'm obsessed with Paul Dini. I love everything Paul Dini does. He created Harley Quinn. He wrote really good stories for her. Um, he wrote some of the comic book for her, didn't he? I thought he uh, yeah. wrote some oh, of yeah. the he original comic love. book, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's right. Um, yeah, I like her character. I like what they've done and with he's her. he's writing the new, new book now. There's a, he's started he's, a new book? Well, no, I but he's writing that. that Batman Adventures. It's the follow-up to Batman the Animated Series. We talked about it couple weeks ago gosh i forgot he's writing a comic book that's a direct follow-up to the batman the animated series written by well Aldini. i'm gonna have to look into that yeah that guy is a storyteller man he's a really good storyteller um yeah i went with harley quinn i like her character a lot i i don't i know he man i've watched the cartoon i've never really read any books of him he's fine but i like harley quinn um i also went with harley quinn um i i like the character of Harley Quinn a lot. I always liked that character. Um, I named my daughter the middle name Quinn yeah. because of Harley Quinn. <laughs> um, not because be- of Kevin Smith. Not be- No, because of Harley Quinn, but not because I'm like a massive fan of the character. I just like the name. Yeah. But that's where I got it from. Sure. Um, and it's just, you know, I'm not crazy about either one of them to any extent other than He-Man's essentially... I mean, I had all the He-Man toys when I was a kid, and I loved playing with them. I think that was like everyone. I think yeah. you were supposed to have those as a kid, right? Um, you know, and we'll see what Kevin Smith does with the new animated series that's coming out. Maybe mm-hmm. that'll change my mind. But up until this point, it's not like we're... I mean, the cartoon was not great. No, and we haven't been flooded with content of no. his. Like, you don't get to see him that often unless so, you've I mean, watched. essentially, it's a, a cartoon based off of a toy line. Yes. That's a, absolutely what it is. Mm-hmm. But you go uh, there's people that love He-Man, so... I figured you guys say Harley. Yeah, we did. Um, we got our last one here is uh, Deadpool versus Black, Black Widow. Widow. And we'll see how this goes when the new Black Widow movie comes out, which looks amazing. Gosh, does it look good. However, uh, if you know anything about me, you know Deadpool is one of my favorite comic book characters of all time. Um, there, I, I did know that about you. Is, there is... Daredevil, Spider-Man, Deadpool, they're all in this bracket. <laughs> they are. Holy cow. <laughs> there, there's going to be some real issues down there. And Swamp Thing. Yes, and there's Swamp Thing. Some real issues down the road. Um, but I went with Deadpool. I've been reading Deadpool forever. I've been collecting the Deadpool comic. I'm not shitting you now for over 15 years straight without missing an issue. Holy cow. Um, I have two copies of the first appearance of Deadpool. 
um, which I believe are worth in the range of $1,000 right now. Oh, and they're going to keep going up. Um, as long as they keep making movies. They will, yeah. And I'm a huge fan of the character. I It's I, probably my first my first exposure to in the world of comics as a younger person, not necessarily a child, but a teenager, or, yeah, a teenager, to, like, adult humor mixed with comics. And... I just love it. I love the character. And, uh, you know, Brian Posehn's run is oh, probably yeah. one of my favorite uh, runs of that character. And the movies are incredible. And, yeah, Deadpool all the way. Uh, let's see. Deadpool and Black Widow. Yeah, I definitely went with Deadpool. Um, Black Widow's a great character. Um, she just doesn't have much there. Yeah. I mean, Again, Deadpool, a side character in the movies, and I don't have any other really knowledge of no, her outside of that. Me but. either. Uh, but Deadpool... Gosh, there's a lot to work with with Deadpool. I've never been a huge Deadpool fan like you. I certainly haven't collected uh, all of the comic books. I've read comic books of his. I enjoy him. I enjoy the movies. He's a better character. I like him a lot. So Deadpool it is. So that finishes up the uh, first round of the East and West brackets. Yeah, next week we're going to do the first round of South and Midwest brackets. I couldn't think of another thing to name these other than East, West, South, and Midwest. So, well, You never went North. <clears throat> I didn't change them from how it came. So, Oh, okay. Yeah. Why is there no North? Yeah, you didn't put North. You put Midwest. Because <laughs> that's how they do it. I didn't put it. That's how they do it for... Yeah, there is no North. What the, would, the what would North March be? Because you'd have to March do Madness. from Washington all the way over to Maine. <clears throat> we don't have to do any states. I just thought you were going with directions here. No, that's... Okay, never mind. I get it. I understand so where it comes from. So, for the from. East Bracket, round two, it's going to be Daredevil versus Green Lantern. It's going to be Winter Soldier versus... Or for mine, I guess. Yeah, this is for you. For me. Daredevil versus Green Lantern. Winter Soldier versus... Uh, and you're going to have Daredevil versus Dr. Manhattan. Yes. We're both going to have Winter Soldier versus The Flash. Yes. We both have Spider-Man versus Nick Fury. We both have Iron Man versus Hercules. We both have Doctor Strange versus Jean Grey. I I can't believe these are so close together. I'm really surprised. Uh, We both had... No. No, you had Robocop and I had Cable and we both had Captain America. Uh, We both had Swamp Thing and Superman. We both had Harley Quinn and Deadpool. Yes. It's going to be close for this first round. After that... after this round is where it it's won't going be to get on the other side of the bracket. I guarantee you, probably that. not. And it's going to be wildly different. And second rounds are definitely going to be different for you and I. Oh yeah, but I'm just looking at the other side, the matchups, and I can tell you right now, there we're going to diverge a lot on a bunch of them. Oh yeah, oh yeah, for sure. So that is Snarf Madness uh, East West bracket. Okay, where do we go from here? Um, let's see. What were we going to do? Well, we can, let's do C2E2. Okay. Yes. Yeah, C2E2 happened a couple weeks ago now. Two weeks ago. On a Friday, uh, when episode 65 was released. So yeah, two weeks ago. Um, and we left bright and early, got there right when it opened. <coughs> and kind of, I mean, we were like 15 minutes late. No, we were like an hour late. No, we weren't. It yeah. opened at 10. We didn't get there at 11. Did we? Yeah. 1045. 
All right. 11 by the time we were checked through with our badges. 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 Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't need no stinking you don't badges. Need no stinking badges. Um, it was huge this year. It was gigantic. I Wasn't feel like it? it was way bigger than it has been in the past. It seemed like they put so much more stuff in this room, and Artist Alley was enormous. Yeah. Um, it's, it's incredible when you go to an event like this and you already think it's big, and then you get to it and it's bigger than what you thought it was. Like, it, how do you go from a, a big event to a bigger event in the span of a year? I don't know how they do that. But it's incredible. They had so much on the show floor. Um, we didn't even get close to through all of it. No, we Not didn't. And we only got to go one day um, this year, which was a total screw up on Chris's part. And <laughs> yeah. It was, it's actually, it was really, we could have spent three days there easily. Easy. I think everybody should at least spend two. Yeah. Um, I know a lot of people aren't huge into Artist Alley, but even if you aren't going there for the same reasons we are, um, the art that's through these places is just amazing. Yeah. Like, uh, what these people do, I don't even know how they do it. I can't look at a piece of paper long enough to like barely write on it. And these guys are spending <laughs> whole days on the exact same picture. How do you do that? Yeah. How does one person sit down and do that? I don't have the patience to do any of it. It's their job. It's their love. It's their passion. It's, true. it's not a job. It's not, work. it's not work for them. So, what do you want? Where do you want to start? Um, well, when we got there, Alex texted us, text, texted us right away, and I realized, oh shit, Alex isn't working. He should be here with us. Sorry. Yeah, sorry. Alex. Uh, I I got no money. Yeah, but it's, it wasn't that expensive. Thirty five dollars for a day. I'm broke. Could have been a snarf talk expense. Yeah, we probably could have been. Yeah. Um, no, I don't know. We started off, uh, we went down the, the show floor, which, um, is just so much different than wizard world. There's a lot more varying kinds of things. Mm-hmm. There's also the big corporations there like Marvel and DC, which are also at, um, wizard, but just in <coughs> bigger and more at C2E2. You know what I realized that we did not hit up and we had talked about it on the episode, uh, that episode that released that day 65, um, is that we talked about that million dollar uh, oh, yeah, collection. Yeah, we, we never, never did it. see it. Yeah. Um, we never walked by the tables. And that was because we didn't get to a lot of the We probably didn't get to half the show floor. A lot of the tables in the in the open area, you know, outside of Artis Alley and on uh, that part of the room. We we did go to a panel uh, in the middle of the day. What was that like from one to two? Yeah. Somewhere. Um we went to a panel. It was about writing comic books. It was with Kyle Higgins. Uh, who has written multiple comic books. We talked about him earlier, writing some of Winter Soldier. He wrote Batman Beyond, uh, Power, Rangers. Power Rangers, a bunch of stuff. And then um, uh, James Tinian was there. He's done a crap load of Batman. And, and he's writing Batman vi- currently and Justice League. And he's done a very, very good job of it. Yeah. Um, and then who else was there? There was two other writers that I'm not aware of. The one guy only had one book out. There's something about cats, like space cats or something. It was. (laughs) I don't think so. Yes, it was. Those are called flurkins. Well, yeah, yeah, in the Marvel universe. (laughs) Anyway, it was was a fine panel. I mean... It was fine, but it was kind of a waste of time. Yeah. So it's really hard, what I'm coming to find with these type of things, and I don't know if you are, but I think it's really hard to um, try to tell someone 
how to write. Yeah. Because it's very objective for anybody to write. Like anybody subjective. can. Or subjective, yes. It's very subjective in the way I write compared to the way you write. And then, and they can work together. It's just that you can't tell me. And there's definitely rules that help. There are, but once make you're. Make good stories, but. That, and they were talking a lot about things you need to do to make a good story. But eventually, I think uh, J- uh, James Tynan. Tinian. Tinian, the Batman writer, he kind of like, he's like, okay, everybody, you, gotta, you guys got to stop. He he's did. Like, you all got to stop what you're talking about. Because the guy that runs the panel runs like a comic book writing website. He's like, you got to stop. He's like, this is like, you don't need any of these rules. Like, these are helpful tools for refining your work. Yep. But all this does is make it seem too hard. Like just write a story and then when you're done apply maybe these guidelines to it. Yes. And then take what doesn't fit in those guidelines and just throw it away. And then, you know, write what you need to patch in. He's like, "But if you're trying to like write around this structure, especially as a newer writer, um it's just too constraining. So that was the really refreshing part about the panel is that it's it the just, first time I've ever heard a professional writer say that at one I, of these panels. I agree. It really was because all of them are so um, obsessed with those like rules and staying within these guidelines. But he just was, it was refreshing to hear him say, listen, I just put things down and if it sucks, I throw it away, but you can't get a good story if you don't write it down first. Like you have to get something on paper no matter what. So whatever's in your head, get it on the paper. Eventually you're going to mold that into the story you want it to be. But at first it probably won't be very good. And the reality is like a lot of that is the job of an editor. Yes. And to to a a lot of those rules and stuff. But I mean, I I get it. Most writers are their own editors, at least at first. Yeah. But you know, if you're really writing, even not making any money at it, but if you're producing content, at some point, you're going to need an editor. And we we say this a lot um, about like just getting to it and actually writing. I f- still feel like we're in a little bit of a different life stage than a lot of these people that are famous writers. Um, but not not some of them. Some of them have had regular jobs and are running different, uh, like have multiple irons in the fire, as you would say. Uh, and James Tinian isn't one of those people. All he does is write. But it was good to hear him say that he had he has so many projects going on, and so many people were expecting things of him, and uh, they're saying you need to meet this deadline, and I need this from you, and you've got to do this, and this is all like coming to a head in December. He said, so the holidays are coming around. He's got to write all this stuff. He's like, and it was just really weighing on me. Uh, I had like extreme anxiety about it. He's like, and I had to produce. Like I had to produce something and I just thought it was good to hear a professional writer say, listen, I was losing my shit over trying to get something produced because I'm still a human being and have to actually write this stuff that you guys think is amazing, but I have to get it out on paper and then it has to be produced. Yeah. And it's not like a story that he's dying to tell him he's writing Batman. I mean, he's writing somebody else's character. Exactly. You already have an established character, and then you've got to try to make a new refreshing story out of that character, and it's bound to use the story that's already been used before. You just have to change it a little bit to make it yours, which you talked about as well. 
Yeah. He said like, or Kyle Higgins was the one who was talking about it with Winter Soldier. Like the stories are already written. You've just got to try to put your flavor on it or your spin on it, uh, which is another thing that I, I've talked about before. But I remember saying like, we need to try to stay away from certain tropes. Bullshit. Like play into those tropes and make it your own story because that's the way, that's the only way you can do it for most things. Even if it's an original story, the trope is still the trope, you know? Yeah. The only way you can expect to write something that isn't a trope. I mean, you'd have to be like a true level genius. Yeah. Which I am. But anyway, so that was a little point of the day and I guess it made more of an impact on us than I thought, but it, it does make an impact, but it wasn't, I didn't need it. I didn't need any of that. I didn't need to go there. I wanted to go there more so just because James Tinian was there. And then it was like, eh, he's just a normal guy sitting up there. Well, we sat right in the front row center. We did. Waving and woo-woo, doing that a lot. (coughs) They didn't appreciate any of it. Well, I had like a work emergency during this thing. So I had people texting me, and we're in the front fucking room. And he sat there texting the entire time. No, I did not. Flipping him off. I was like... (laughs) I was trying to be discreet, but like I had to, like I had to text. Yeah, they were staring at you the whole time. Yeah, maybe. No, they didn't even look at you. They didn't even know you existed. Well, Kyle's looked at me and he's like, "Chris, did he get off your phone? (laughs) Were you wearing a badge? (laughs) I guess I didn't know you were wearing a name badge." Hello, my name is. Yeah. (laughs) What? Uh, My name is. What? Who? (laughs) Yeah, that's an Eminem song. I got you. Did you know that? Mm -hmm. All right. But the show I used to work at Burger King. I get it. <laughs> oh, that's true. Spitting on the onion rings? You are an original Slim Shady. I am. I, uh, Actually, when I worked at Burger King, I had one of those name tags, and I put Slim Shady on it because it was current. Wow. You're so cool. Yeah. So the other thing that we did when I we were actually. at c I put Mike Kinsella on it. I would believe that. It's true. Okay. Uh, the other thing we did at C2E2 is found our artist. Uh, the guy who's been working with us for a little sticker design. Yeah, which um, is uh, going to be coming out soon, hopefully. Yeah, very soon. And uh, uh, Eric Macias. Yeah. Iman Macias on Instagram, right? Yeah. At Iman Macias. M-A-C-I-A-S. Yeah. Uh, he did another caricature of us. Yeah, and it's do awesome. You, do you have it here? No, I don't. Oh, okay. I was going to say we could show it to but the people of YouTube. But you can put it on YouTube's. Instagram. I sent you a picture of it. Yeah, I will. I just wanted to show it to the people of YouTube's first. But it's, yeah, it's it's, uh, it's, it's awesome. It is. It's really I've seen cool. It. I wish it was in color. I know. I really do wish it was in color, too. Maybe we could find a guy to color it. Alex said he's going to color it. I did not. I did not you, say that. I mean, now that you're not all carpal tunneled. Yeah, you should be able to totally do it. Now all that right. you're detailed. Do you ever do those adult coloring books? I, send me a scan of it and I'll. I, we won't do it to the original. I'll, no, obviously. I'll color it. Yeah. Can you do like your shading? and? Yeah, I'll, I'll use all, all of the eighth grade art skills that I have. But for I real, will. I mean. We should have a coloring contest. C- could we? Yes. We should have a coloring contest. Oh, can I get it? Like I can shrink it down to like the size of a regular sheet of paper, right? And then people can print it off. Yes, that's a good idea. That, that is actually, coloring contest. That coloring is actually contest. a good idea. Yeah. So we will be putting out that picture of the people new. People love the adult. Like people color now. Marley does it all the time. Huge de-stressor. Yeah, she loves I, it. I swear to God. Honestly, Amy and I sit down with the boys, and we we will color with them for a long time. I I love coloring with <laughs> oh, colored yeah. pencils. Um, I'm not a good color by any means. I love uh, using Sharpies. We, uh, 
we do actually color pretty often, more so than I ever thought until we started talking about it. But yeah. we do color a lot. I should get an adult coloring book. I just color the kids. Two things. One, the plant actually at one point had like quarterly de-stressing coloring events for people at work. That's awesome. It lasted a one time. <laughs> no way. Yeah. Because everyone was like, what? And it, Do you no, get paid to go there and color? No, you didn't pay. Well, yeah, you did. Could get you do paid. it during your work yes, time? Yes, you could. Why wouldn't everybody why would, do it all the time? Why would they or not no, like this? No, you know what? I don't remember. I don't know exactly how it worked. If but you it was, could leave your regular work post and go color <coughs> for an hour, why no, would you, you do you it? No, you couldn't leave. You, there's no way you could leave. That's not how things work. So how was it be utilized it, then? By management people, people who could leave their oh, okay. their oh. office. I can't leave like the freaking man. Yeah, I can't leave the floor. Jerry sends me pictures of him at work all the time with his feet up on his desk. Uh-huh. Well, that's how I sit in the break room. <laughs> Every but he's on. not at a break room. Oh. He's at a, he's at work. Well, that's my office. Sure. The break room. You can't sit in here with your feet on your desk. No. Yes, you could. I cannot. You could just go home. He's gonna have my feet on the floor at all times and be ready to go. Why okay. is your boss gonna fire you? Yeah, you're gonna get fired. I am my own worst enemy. Marley gonna fire my you. Harshest critic. Mm-hmm. See <laughs> what what I do matters jerry if i don't produce mm-hmm. i go hungry not me that's way easy government job. if you yeah, don't produce we're gonna run out of oxygen yeah keep those trees right. planting yeah honestly just keep somebody's it. gotta supply this podcast studio <laughs> all i'm worried about is that you pay your taxes that's all i'm worried about um number two is a couple christmases ago i got one of the kids like a batman coloring book only it was very adult Oh, nice. So I took the Joker one out. So naked Batman? No. Nice. No. It was just not yeah. meant for right. a three-year-old boy or a six-year-old girl or whatever. However to try to color. Like, right. Yeah. So I took the Joker one out and that morning, Christmas morning, I'm coloring with the kids. And I took it and I put, love you, mom, or something like that. <laughs> I gave it to mom. It's still on her fridge. To, <laughs> oh, this, really? Yeah. And I was like 28. <laughs> this is two years ago. I would do it. Yeah, I'd it do it right now. I kind of want that coloring it. book now that you talk about it. <laughs> yeah, I think I got it at Walmart. So, um, so what were we talking about? Oh, coloring the. So he did a character. He, uh, Eric Macias did our caricature. It's us as uh, Ghostbusters. Yeah, and we are capturing something. Yeah, you'll see it in the drawing. It's pretty awesome. But uh, it's amazing. I like it a lot. We need it to get it colored, but. Uh, I still think it was worth it. But we met up with him. He gave us our other little drawing, and it was really good. Really good to see him. Yeah, we uh, didn't meet any celebrities this time. We did uh, We did we see some at Ghoulie. Yeah, we, we did. Were, s- we were standing right next to him. He was taking promo pictures yeah, it looked in like the it. DC booth because he's, he's got some DC comic crossover he, stuff coming up. He out. does. Um, so that was cool. He, he, looked, he looked old. He did look a little bit old, didn't he? <laughs> yeah. Tired. Tired. War. Um, beat. I wish we would have gotten to take a picture with him for Ian. <laughs> I know. I wish I could have talked to him about Ian and given him the link to his. But we were, we were, uh, I, I, we were close and we were right next to him. So the first moment when we even realized he was there, yeah, that would have been our opportunity to see something. It was the only opportunity. And then be- he saw us looking at him. I think. No, while, I know he looked at us when we were trying to be like, wait, we were like, wait, is that, is that? We, we need to go talk to him. We need to tell him about Ian's. And we, he noticed us that happening. Yes. And like quickly started walking away. He immediately turned and then they were taking pictures of him and he just walked away. Yeah. Like just rambled on. And um, we were like, Spice Venguli. 
Um, we did. Waved, yelled at him. And then what's what does he always say? Or what's that guy? Berwin. Yeah, Berwin. I couldn't think of um, what else? What else did we see? There's a lot of amazing booths. There's a big, a lot of big uh, gaming areas. We didn't really go into. Oh, a big one that we need to. Uh, I need to throw it up online, which I'm going to do this week. Is you doing a three minute comic book? Oh yeah, I forgot so about that. So right as soon as you walked into the event, uh, there was a guy standing there, and uh, he was part of a comic book group like a, a webtoon like group a pu- a web- publisher they were a, co- a web publisher yeah for, and for web, web comics so what they were doing is that uh you had three minutes to draw another scene of the comic book story so they show you a picture and they're like all right draw the next thing the that next happens page. and you have three minutes to do that they give you all of the supplies in a bag right in front of you uh and you get a blank sheet of paper draw it color it and hand it in in three minutes. And I videotaped the whole thing of Chris uh, tackling the project. It was Spider-Man. I'll spoil it for you right now. And Chris drew a whole scene, whole page of Spider-Man. Um, and it's pretty fun. Swinging through the city. Yeah, it was amazing so to watch. I was the second page. And we go there talking. It was right at the beginning of the day. Yep. And he's like, hey, I saw, saw a sign. I'm like, oh, that looks cool. We go over there. And he's like, tells us all about it. He's like, there's only been one page drawn so far, so you get to draw the next scene. <clears throat> and I'm like, listen, three minutes. I'm like, I'm not an artist. And he goes, yeah, it doesn't matter. And he goes, listen, nobody's an artist. This is That's the whole point of this. I'm like, okay. So I open it up to the, because they let you see the pages leading up to it. Yes. <laughs> I open it up to the first page, and it is just like uber professional drawing it's like of a, Spider-Man really sitting is. on the ledge that literally I would pay for. <laughs> It was like professional level shit. It was so good because, and I thought it was, I thought it was done on purpose that way just to start the comic, but no, not, not the case. Somebody drew that in three minutes and put it in the book. Yeah, it's just a picture of Spider-Man sitting there. It's clearly a comic book artist did it. Yes. And it said, a word bubble said responsibility. Yep. And I'm like, you also in your three minutes is your allotted time to figure out what, what you're going to draw. On top of drawing it. Yeah, I mean, continuity, like, or how, how do you continuity. say that? Continuity has to happen, you know, like it has to try to make sense. But so he's so, sitting on a ledge. So I'm like, well, I'll just, I'll draw him swinging through the city. Well, I couldn't think of anything else. So that's what I did. So uh, but it was like a, a zoomed out set. So I didn't have to, I could just kind of smear some blue and red and it, it looks like Spider Man. Stick figure with yeah. his arm yeah. like this. Basically, yeah. yeah. That's what it was. And you can see buildings in the background. You know what it is. You yeah. can clearly see what it is. But there, uh, and uh, there, some of the further pages are are not as good as mine. It, oh, you looked at it? Yeah. Because they sent us an email. I First never of went all, back and looked at it. It's not very good. The comic book? No. <laughs> well, I would. What would you expect for yeah, three minutes? You page? wouldn't expect. So that was what I was going to say is that they were putting up this whole comic book online after everybody did it. How many pages is it? Um, I can't. Twenty? Yeah, something like that. Did they get that many people to do it? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, oh, I think it's a great Deadpool idea. Deadpool comes in later on. Oh wow! Yeah. So, so I, I think it's a really great idea that this company had standing out in front, promoting their business, dude, doing a little that's bit of what a, we, another idea. So we got the what was the last thing we, we were gonna the coloring contest? Yes. We should do that. Where everybody that listens to Snarf Comics, it's like a revolving story. You get to draw a page, but you can have as much time as you want. Like you can have a week. That would be fun. So like you get you for a week, you just got to draw a page of a comic. And then the next week we'll give that. We used to do that in creative writing class. Mm -hmm. We'll give that to Ian and 
he, yeah, can, he can write story. it. Yep. And and we get, maybe we could just write it and like outline it, but then we could actually have an artist draw it. See, that would be cool. What I think would be way like not cooler, but so in the cases of people who are not artists go up there and actually draw something. Okay, so you just make Spider-Man a stick figure, whatever. They at the after everyone does what they do, like if it's really good like the first panel was, okay, then they just use that. But if it's not great, then they actually have somebody who is an artist take your overall yeah. concept, actually draw it That'd be cool. and color it to look good. Mm-hmm. And then they put that whole story together That'd and then be, put That's it what out. I'm talking about. That's yeah, what we I should th- do. Uh, that's what I think would be good. Like putting right. together a comic We're like that. We're going to do that too. Um, Why don't you guys just get Jetpack Samurai out? Yeah. Uh, you know, that's you a know, really good idea. You're <laughs> supposed to be working for us, A. Yeah. And Every B, time you've I been come off here, work for two months and you could have been working for us the entire time. I come and we would have been paying you. And ask you how the comic is going. And every time it's We uh, have six kids and jobs and are lazy. <laughs> and procrastinate. And a podcast. And a podcast. And a podcast. <laughs> yeah. And now, have you ever been interested in writing? You're good you're a good writer, like a No. A, a, an imaginative person. Yeah, you're an imagineer. Person. But see, my problem is, is I would steal too much from other... That's fine. What's wrong with that? That's, the, that's what you're supposed Didn't to Didn't we just talk about that? Yeah, I know. But uh, and whatever I'm, you want to do. What if we, what if we outlined a comic for you? You think you could write it? Uh, I think I would rather you give me an idea and I outline the comic for you and then you write it. Mm. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so writing is the hard part. At the, same the time, <laughs> at the same time, I do have a lot of free time when I am get back to work. Here, here's what I want you to start doing. Start keeping an idea journal of comic ideas. Oh, yeah. An idea journal or a dream journal? Well, well uh, same thing. Yeah, okay. that's not too far. And separate. everybody listeners can do this, too. And if you come up with some good ideas... We'll get it written. We'll get it. We might not write it ourselves, but we might hire a writer to we write it. We'll get it written. We'll get it written, <laughs> and we'll, we'll work on producing it. Ooh. It's expensive to do, but Snap. we'll do a fundraiser or something. Snarf is transitioning to a comic publishing company. That's what oh, we no, started That's as. what Snarf Comics is. It used to be Snarf Productions when we first started. Yeah. That's what I wanted to do yes. because I'm interested more in, not more, but I'm, I like the business side. But and it's, that aspect that's of it. always been part of the job. We just thought we needed to get a, our own comic book produced first and then go from there um, because it's hard to uh, not like produce any or not have anything produced from your company and try to get people to come in and have us produce it. You know what I mean? Because you have nothing to back that up with. Yeah. Um, But but, I'd love to hire writers or help people produce books. And because that's, I mean, there's two, it's hard to write a book, but it's more hard to publish a book and to have all the connections for the letters, the colors, the, you know, it's, that's what's, that's the organization and that's the business side of it. Yep. And businessy things are what I'm good at. More than writing. Are you? Yeah. Yeah. I really? think he's. I think I got a track record. I think he's all right. Uh, I don't know. I guess. It's kind of. Yet to be seen. I mean, so C2E2? Uh, what else? Let's see. What else did we do? So we talked about, yes, Venguli, the artist guy. What were, like, on the show um, floor, anything stand out to you? There's lots of comics. We didn't stop and look at any books. Jerry had oh to my gosh. pull me back. Yeah. I wanted to go in there, too, uh, and look at comics, but we didn't. We never looked at any of the comic books that were there. Um, it kind of hurts me a little to yeah. say that we didn't do that. The show floor was great, but you know, after so many of these, it's a lot of the same booths at every one. So you kind of, which is cool because you get to <coughs> 
familiar, you're familiar with the people and, and the whole atmosphere. Yes. Um, Artist Alley, which was what was amazing because at C2E2, it's just, it's a whole different world than Wizard World. It's Wizard World's a joke compared to C2E2. It really is. Uh, <clears throat> when it, it comes to Artist well, Alley specifically. I mean, it's not a joke. It's good to go to. We like it. We enjoy going to it. But yeah, Artist Alley is just it's chock real, full of real, stuff. real creators versus uh, Wizard, which is a lot of people selling prints that they've drawn. Oh, so we went to a uh, podcast meetup. Oh yeah, podcasters meetup right off the bat. That was we great. Went to that at, at noon, and that was a really good time meeting new people and getting uh, involved with uh, other podcasters, especially in our area. So. A big thing was there was a bunch of people in Joliet, Shorewood, like Tinley Park up that way that are doing things. Oh, uh, Yorkville or Oswego. Oswego There's a guy yeah. in Oswego that does a, that I honestly want to get involved with. He does. Yeah. We need to make it a point to get in touch with those people. Yeah. You have all the cards. I do. I got them all on my desk. Um, <coughs> he does a sketch comedy show as a podcast and they're like three to five minutes, but it's a 30 minute show. So there's multiple little sketches inside there um, that he wants voice actors for and people to write sketches for. And I think that would be amazing. I think it would be amazing to be involved with. Um, I told him about a story that Chris and I have, have already like started writing that I think would be hilarious. I don't know how you fit that in a three to five minute sketch, but it could be a reoccurring thing. I think like each floor it could be reoccurring. I'm not going to give away the, idea but it's something that we've i've loved for a <laughs> I long know time what you're talking about yeah, yeah we'll I think talk we've talked about we it could talk it's about got it. a little little bit to do with ikea yes yeah yeah yes yeah. you have talked about it have we yeah. okay yeah. well anyway i want to do that as a little sketch comedy i want I to do it, it as a comic we could still do that but i think it would be hilarious to act out you know and have somebody as a like a swedish meatball monster and <laughs> the um Oh, what's the other thing that I thought of? What's the what's the thing with a a bullhead? Min- minotaur. A, minotaur. Yeah. Not a senator. Are you saying all of it? Centaur. No, a minotaur. Senator. I'm calling back to the last episode yeah. where we talked about senators. Senator. Centaurs oh, versus minotaurs. Yeah, you did. Oh, okay. So we were talking about the federal government. Yes. Anyway, now I remember. Uh, I just listened to it today. That's so why. we did a, a meetup, met a lot of people. I think it was really there great was to cool connect. There was a cool guy we talked to from the Ghostly podcast. Yes. Um, and they're pretty popular. Um, and then um, the people that were running it have like a production company. And we're going to get involved with those guys and probably do. They, they do a bunch of live podcasts up in Elgin at a Doctor Who cafe. Yeah. What is not to like about that? And they seemed really cool in general. And there was a couple associations or Facebook group. Uh, organizations that we're going to join up with uh, Chicago podcasters United and something else. Yeah. All um, I could keep thinking of is like Chicago podcasters authority. Yeah. CPA. Well, I don't know why, but it, that's not it really what it's seems at all. like What's, that's uh, the best way for us to, we really need to get involved in the community. That's what helps grow the show. And these people are, they're really supportive of each other. So it, they are. And, and I'm very supportive of them. I like everything that they're doing. I think it's great ideas and, um, yeah, I just so want to get involved. And we'll probably be advertising a lot of these guys' shows um, as we kind of get more involved in the group because I feel like the only way to get people to help us is to help them. Sure. Uh, but we did get to talk to um, Chuck Load of Comics. Um, we did stop at Chuck Load of Comics booth. They get a corner booth that was really awesome. They're they broadcasting were, live all day, doing interviews. And so Chuck Load of Comics is a YouTube podcast. Uh, they do a lot of news. Uh, it's basically a news podcast, uh, but around comic book news, 
uh, pop culture, basically the same thing that we talk about, um, but they do it on YouTube. And uh, yeah, they were there. We had met them last year at at Wizard, Wizard World, right? Yeah. And then uh, we met up with with them again at C2E2. Um, great people. Big news. I mean, yes. they really kind of asked us to um, go in with them. With a booth. With a booth for next year. So they want to double the size of their broadcast booth. And then they can have multiple podcasts, either broadcasting live at the same time or alternating or something yes. like that. And there would be other podcasts involved, too. And they were loaning their booth out to other podcasters. They were on and Sunday. If we would have probably gotten involved with them ahead of time, we probably could have um, joined up with them yeah. a little bit. But um, we were talking about how we, we thought we'd have a booth the next year. It'd be cool to have them in the same area. So there was kind of like a podcaster's corner. Yep. And he said, well, forget it. Let's just go together and get a bigger booth and we'll all do it together. And I'm think it's a great idea i'm 100 percent on on board with that i think it's a great idea they were pulling in a lot of people to interview uh that we would love to talk to uh it's all in the same (laughs) genre of what we want to do yeah they were talking to um colin bond yeah colin was on on them yep a lot of of good people so i think uh i know last year they talked to like lou ferrigno and kevin sorbo at at wizard they did and and talk about people that blew up over the last year so when we met them at Wizard World last year, they had like 100 subscribers, <laughs> I think, maybe 80, 100. Um, and now they're in the thousands, yeah. you know, and just over the wintertime, they had a huge boom in popularity and they're doing they're doing it. But they're they got like nose to the grindstone. They got a lot of videos coming out. They do a lot of little segments. Oh, um, yeah. They work way harder than we do. They do. They they do. They It's like their full time job, which. I applaud them. They're doing a very good job at what they're doing. Um, so check them out on YouTube. They do good stuff. Yeah, subscribe. Uh, they always come out with uh, pretty like breaking news. Yes, a lot of times they really do. Uh, they're they've got uh, what is it called? A finger on the pulse. Yeah, of stuff. So that was cool. We did the artist alley. Um, we did meet um, several cool artists. One that stands out to me. I actually bought a couple amazing prints. Yes, um, was Brianna. Brianna. Yep. Garcia. Brianna, I would assume, yes. Um, and we talked to her. I got an amazing... Uh, she was dressed up like Ray. Yeah. I got a, two amazing prints. Um, one was Spider-Man and Rapunzel hanging upside down. <laughs> Rapunzel from her <laughs> from hair tangled. and Spider-Man from That's pretty cool. his web. And uh, I don't know. He's, he he's just got had, a word bubble that says, like, hi. No, she had a word bubble that said hi, and he's got just a question mark next to his yeah. head. And it's um, the art is amazing. I'm gonna put it up on Instagram so uh, because the art is unbelievable. I'm gonna frame it and hang it on my daughter's wall. And then I got another one that was uh, Elsa and Anna dressed as Thor and Loki, <laughs> which is awesome. And she said she's like, I'm a huge fan of mashups. I like to mash up different characters from different things, and she does such a good job of it. So we talked to her and we actually asked her. Jerry asked her. He's like. Would you be interested in doing like something for us, like for work, for yeah. hire? We told her about Jetpack Samurai. She totally thought it was awesome. She did. Um, she's like, you know, I work full time for IDW, which we're like, of course you do. Like, well, <laughs> yeah. we're idiots. Well, when I asked, well, the first question I asked her is if she did any sequential art because it, she didn't have any out there, and we had never really seen her before. She wasn't selling any. So I said, do you do any sequential art, which is what the art is called in comic books. It's not like just doing a cover or a portrait. You have to tell a story, right? And she like kind of looked at me funny and she's like, well, yeah, I work for IDW full time, which IDW is a comic book producer company. And um, I was like, oh, 
Well, I didn't. I was not aware of this. Sorry. She probably writes Ghostbusters. And so she does draw. IDW book. Draws, not writes. Well, yeah. Well, she might write, I guess, but she's doing a lot of drawing. So we looked her up, but she's got a hundred thousand Instagram followers. She does. (laughs) She does. Like real, like famous. We we saw a lot of famous artists and writers. But I gave her our information. I gave her a card and a sticker, and I said, "Well, maybe." I said, "When we email you, because we're going to." I said, "Maybe you'll remember us because of our because of the sticker." Um, so we'll see. Yeah. I'll attack her on. Hey, email. it's the goat people. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> we saw. I mean, out of all the artists are amazing, but I mean, we saw probably half a dozen, ten artists that we just looked at and we're like, "This is just this is exactly it, what we want." And it seems like so she has a very distinct style of of drawing, but it seems like that style of drawing was very prevalent this year at in Artist Alley. Like, there's a lot of people that were somewhat similar i mean there's a little bit of changes here and there on uh some other lines like you know like a pointy nose compared to a rounded nose or something like that but the style of drawing was similar yeah um and i haven't seen a ton of that in years past but all of a sudden this year it blew up a lot of people are doing that one and it's great one big thing that was very prevalent this year was disney princesses yes like to an extent I have never seen before. No, it just came out of nowhere. Everywhere. Um, and I know they're super popular, but that that was like the go-to prints being sold. Yep. And they were selling. Oh, like court. crazy. Um, and a lot of them are really good, but also there's a lot of interesting spins you can do with Disney princesses. So that's, they're all doing mashups that are interesting. Yes. It's um, very eye-catching. But we, did, we didn't talk to a lot of other people, but we, we did talk to Cullen Bunn. Briefly, I don't know if you remember that. I but we I talked to him about Metro. Oh and, yeah, yes, I do remember that. Uh, we saw Chris Claremont. I kept walking. Um, we saw Gene Ho. Ha. ha. Yeah. Yes. Um, we saw a lot of cool people. It, it was a lot of fun. Yeah, I had we a really talked to that time. one guy. He was a. Uh, he caught my eye because he had a big banner and he said, uh, "Talk to me about my twenty years of obscurity oh, yes. in the comic book industry, or something like that." Yeah. Yes. Twenty years. 20 years in comics and no one knows something. me 20 years of obscurity or something like that. Yes. <laughs> and we were just laughing about it. I'm like, Oh, that's genius. And he's, he's like, well, come over and let's talk about it. Yeah. We talked to him for like 15 minutes and he's a really good artist too. Yeah. He's a, he was a super cool guy. Um, lives in Florida. Him and his wife are both there and he has been working in comics for 20 years. And then he, one day he's like, I want to be an actor. So he started acting yeah. and driving up to Atlanta, which is where they make everything mm-hmm. now. And he's like been in a ton of stuff. He's got a ton of stuff coming out. Yeah, he's in a TV show, like a reoccurring TV or a TV show with a reoccurring character. Apparently, he said he's going to be in a few more episodes. Uh, but uh, we follow him on Instagram now. I, I got on there and followed him. Uh, he he's doing some really good work. Uh, and I can't remember. We were talking. I gave him our card and sticker, and uh, I can't remember if he had said like to get a hold of him or whatnot. But I probably will anyway. Well, we were gonna. I was going to back his Kickstarter for his new book. That's what it was. I knew we had something that we were going to do or, yeah. uh, with him. But, yeah, he had a new book coming out. Um, it's really fun to run into these type of people. So like, just like him, he's been at it for 20 years, been doing things. He's making money. He's doing what he likes. Uh, and then out of nowhere, he's just like, you know, I'm not going to draw anymore. I'm going to just try to act. And he's doing it. Yeah. And I think that's really neat. Yeah. So, I mean... That's most of the highlights. It was weird. We did a whole time warp. We went to that um, panel. I was telling Amy this just the other day. Two or three o'clock that got over. And then we went down. 
we met with Eric to do our caricature, and then we had to wait a little bit. Kind of walked around a little. We met with him. We did a caricature. We walked around a little more. We talked to um, Chuck Lota Comics. Yeah. Well, I remember saying like, oh, let's go see Chuck Lota Comics booth. We forgot they were there. Um, Walked over there, uh, talked to him, and you looked down, and he wanted to get a beer is what it was. And he's like, are they still open? They close at 7 or close at 6.30 or something. And you looked at your watch, and you're like, dude, it's 6.38. And you looked at me so seriously. (laughs) It was so funny. This is what I was just telling Amy. He is so serious looking at me. He's like, did we time warp? Did we do a time jump? For real, did we time warp? It's just like, I think we did. Because it went... It was just like over. It was it, like 3 we, o'clock, we get out of the panel, and then it was over. And it was over. And then it was 7 o'clock. And it felt like we had went really nowhere, but we spent, what was it, three and a half hours, almost four hours of actually you know, doing things. It's just so immersive. The atmosphere is so immersive when you get in, really into it. And I can't tell people enough even if you aren't you don't have to be a comic book fan you don't have to be a marvel movie fan just go there and experience that because it is so fun you'll you'll find something that you enjoy the people that are around there super nice everybody at the booth we stood and talked to a a lady about getting elf ears yeah you remember that yeah like there is a company (laughs) that makes their own elf ears and they will customize them to your head and it's like, I don't need them. I need no elf ears. I'm not they into put that them, same They stuff. put them on you there to show, and they blend it in. Yeah. They're like a special kind of material. They blend it in. They, they do all this stuff. <laughs> and you can order them from them. Though. Yeah. And then you can get uh, beard glitter, too. Yes. A should, lot of beard they'll glitter some, your you beard. They'll, they're going to do it at the Bristol Renaissance Fair. Yep. So when we do our Snarf Talk road trip, because you got to go on you this got, year. you got to let me know yeah. well in advance when that's going to happen. Well, but, yeah, We but, don't really know yet. Well, no, not right now, but <laughs> we can plan it. Yeah. We could plan it now and I, make I, sure it's solidified. I have an extravagant amount of vacation to use up this year, so. You didn't use what it all in the doing last right 3 now? months. This is all disability, man. Oh, nice. Oh, wow. And I rolled over a week's vacation from last year. All right. So I got an extra week. Oh, well, we only need one day. Hey, yeah. I got it for you. <laughs> okay. And but, I know seed and tops are in, so. Oh, yeah. They'll definitely And be Heather in. even said she'd be in. Oh, how could you not? It's she fun, better dude. be. It's awesome. Me and Jerry dressed up as knights and sword fought each other. We did. Did that get on? No, that hasn't got on <laughs> no. YouTube. I need yet. to put that on YouTube. Yeah, we did. It's all videoed, and it came down to the last, the last blow, the last blow, the last. Fight. It was like a, we were tied. Like they tie balloons to your head. I knocked you down once. You did knock me down. He <laughs> bull rushed me and put a shoulder into me and knocked me down. He came at me like a spider monkey. Hey, don't I underestimate a little guy. Okay. He came at say. me with a flourish so intense that I took a step back and it. I fell down. I was all jacked up on Mountain Dew. <laughs> Come at you like a spider monkey. Yeah, it was fun. It's a. It's fun to do. Yeah. Actually, I talked about buying swords. Uh, or no, wasn't there like a sword fighting training or something there at C2E2? Oh, yeah, there was. Yeah. Because I said, maybe we should take that training so <clears> when <throat> we go back to Bristol Renaissance Fair, have like an actual sword fight. Yeah. Like legit. I want sword broad fight. swords this time. They give you like foils, not, not broad swords. Like fencing stuff yeah. that are fake. but you And you could only swipe down at your head. Like yeah, you but there was a little wiggle room. A li- yeah, there was. Um, but Nobody really cared. They weren't going we're, what are they going to do? I kick mean, us if, out? I'm sure if it's two people that know each other, they're going to be like, all right, well. Yeah. 
I don't care if you lose an it's eye. Your, it's your friendship. <laughs> no, but you're literally in a full suit of armor. Yeah, it's, well, a helmet, and the rest is like padding. It's like pads. Oh, that's right. It was. I thought it was thinking chain mail no. at first, but no, it's like a big, thick, padded suit. Yeah. Either way, it was awesome. I loved it. It was very fun, and I would do it again. Um, also, the cosplay this year at C2 2 I thought was really good. I think uh, it wasn't like so overwhelmingly you know, honestly, Deadpool and Harley Quinn, <laughs> oh, which yeah, is what I, you normally is. But honestly, it didn't strike me. I didn't really see anything that blew me away this uh, year. I don't know. There's a lot of cool stuff. But yeah, usually it's like Joker, Harley Quinn, and Deadpool. Yes. I didn't see a single Joker. I was surprised by that. Uh, you always see a lot of I Ghostbusters. Did, I didn't either. Because there's like that whole Chicago Ghostbusters organization. Yeah. I didn't see very many Jedi. Normally, you'd see a Jedi yeah, here and there. I saw a lot of Rey. I saw a lot of Jedi. We saw a lot of Jedi. Did we? Yeah. I guess I didn't pay attention to it as much. But Some normally, I see something every single time I go there, at least one or two costumes that l- really blow me away, um, that somebody has put a ton of work into, and it's just like striking how good it is. And I didn't see that this time. To uh, me. We saw a very intense uh, Sonya from uh from street <laughs> <We> fighter did. <laughs> we did i'm not gonna get too in depth but it was a very revealing outfit mm-hmm. with a, a little turn of a surprise there was a surprise involved oh, and it was interesting <laughs> but you see all types you know uh, at the show and we're, they're all welcome i'll tell you about it off air that's fine it was a good time so well, that's about it on that um, that's about it on the show. Well, Unless you wanted to go over two hours. I think um, I'm good, but I know uh, Alex isn't going to be here for a while, and okay. he hasn't got to talk a lot. Well, so I, I have you want to do some uh, what Alex is watching? I, I can. Or I whatever can. you want to do. I, no, no, no. I just had a question slash suggestion. Oh, yeah. Because oh. you guys said something about Patreon. Yes. If you guys are up for it, I mean, I got nothing to do. Okay. So if you guys wanted to do another half-hour Patreon of just what we've been watching riff things knives out conversation i'm down for that well i feel like we want that on the normal podcast that's main though. that's but main material i feel like okay we could right. do something else i'm for i'm fine with that yeah okay absolutely well what i've been watching um one is a couple weeks ago i started i randomly got into back into the daniel craig james bonds oh yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. so i watched th- three of them or no, I watched all four of them, and then they were over, and I just thought to myself, I have never actually officially watched any of the old James Bonds. Oh, really? So I w- immediately went to Walmart, spent 80 bucks, and got the entire 24-disc set. Oh, come on. They all got to be on something. No, yeah, they have they're to not. Be. They're not? Like they're on not, HBO or nope. anything? I looked heavily before I did this. <laughs> So I've, I've I know watched, occasionally like on FX or one of those channels, they'll run like a movie marathon, but you'd have to record them. Right. So I just got into the Roger Morris. Oh, yeah. That's my favorite. Um, it's amazing to me to see where movies have come. Oh, yeah. Like, Isn't it? Like what was so risky <clears throat> back in the 60s of Sean Connery just passionately kissing a woman yes. is like now that's Daniel Craig completely taking a woman to bed. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Completely naked. Well, if you just and, look at like... Um, the more modern ones, right? So even like uh, the Pierce Brosnan ones mm-hmm. from before Daniel Craig, like they look like a joke of a movie mm-hmm. compared to the well, new movies. Well, they are because none of those... The budgets. None of the Brosnan films follow the original Ian Fleming oh, really? books. 
absolutely none of them have anything to do with the actual books. Do all of the movies have follow the books? I didn't realize that. The majority of them. Huh. Majority of the oh, Connery. I guess I didn't. Oh. Majority of the Morris. I wasn't aware of that either. Yeah. Huh. And all the Daniel Craig ones are starting to go back into the... I knew Ian a lot Fleming of those books. were... Yeah, I know my yeah, Casino Royale was for sure. Yeah. But um, I didn't know if like Skyfall and those mm-hmm. were actually books. That's all part of it. I, wow. I'm excited loosely, for the new movie that's coming out. Which, but, a little bit of news. Got set back. Because of the deadly coronavirus. Is it because of coronavirus? Yes. yes. It is specifically because of coronavirus. Because they think it's going to keep people away from theaters? There, two things. One, it's rumored that there are multiple people on the set of the film because they haven't completely closed production yet, that have coronavirus. So they're pushing it back. And Seven months. Yeah, that was the real kick in the balls. And apparently the entire James Bond website, like fan site petitioned to have it pushed back because of the risk of coronavirus at the movie releases. Because they didn't want to bomb. Correct. So not they didn't just do like a month or a couple weeks, they did seven months. So it was supposed to come out the first week of April. It's now going to come coming out in the first week of November. The problem that's going to happen is if coronavirus dies down over the summer, but then comes back with a vengeance in the fall like they're saying it might. Oh my God. I'm so sick of the coronavirus. <laughs> it's not even... It, it, if you look at the coronavirus versus influenza A, B, or C, it's so minimal. Yeah, well, it's, it, it's interesting. I was looking at some real statistics the other day. Um, it, it really only gets old people. Yeah. If you're under 50 years old, the, the death rate is under 0.5%. But at 80 and over, it's like 14 or 15%. But it's such a, it's such a skewed... It's just weird how it... it well, I mean, you guys I know talked they, about it they all disproportionately affect older people, but this one more so, it seems like. Well, you guys talked about it, about how, yes, more people have coronavirus, so therefore more people have died from coronavirus versus bird flu or whatever. Right. But yeah, percentage is still pretty low on uh, how many people it's killed versus how many people it's, it's infected. They're still estimating it could be 40 to 70% of Earth's population that's going to get it. That's what they're estimating? One Harvard economist is <coughs> estimating between 40 and 70% of the Earth's population will get it. Hey, maybe that's why you and I are coughing. Oh my we could have coronavirus. We might have it right now. I was just at Comic-Con. That's amazing. You were just at Disney. Yeah, but I don't, that was a while ago. Hey, I got sick well, the shortly virus, after I hung out with you. The virus starts back. before you ever know it. Yeah. Right. Um, um, so a little stretches my st- springs, which will merge into the other things that I've been watching. Um, my DVR completely took a crash. Uh, which What'd you have on it? Oh, uh, an entire season's worth of Preacher. Oh my God, that's so funny because I had mine too. I, got, I had to get a new one mm-hmm. and I lost, the, I lost two seasons of Preacher. And all the seasons of Legion. They're on Hulu. Are they? Preacher sure is anyway. I'm sure Legion is because that's FX, right? Yeah, that's yeah, FX. it is. So I uh, all that's on Hulu. I, hmm. I contacted uh, Directv and I was like, "Hey, what the hell happened?" Oh, we don't know. You must have deleted them or nothing recorded, right? And I'm like, "All right, well, for, for one, fifteen of these are Disney Channel movies that my kids have watched a hundred times, and I know everything was fine with them." Yeah. Well, we don't know. There's nothing. Once they're deleted, the only thing you can do is go back and find them and record them at another time. I'm like, yeah, I'm not doing that. And that was the only reason why I've been keeping you guys. So I'm going to cancel my 
So uh, probably next week I'll have Hulu Live and we'll completely be cord-free. Yeah. Yeah, well, I went cord-free a while ago and I enjoy it. Now you're going to do Hulu Live or Netflix or or YouTube Live? I'm going to do Hulu Live. Okay. Because it's expensive. It's about sixty bucks. Cheaper than DirecTV. I thought but it was still. like forty-five bucks a month. Why not just get your antenna channels over <laughs> the air and then just get pay the twelve dollars for Hulu and Disney Plus? Well, and, see, I do that now, but so one big thing is the main show that Heather and I watch most frequently is the Jokers and Practical Jokers. Okay, yeah. The only way to get that is through Hulu Live. Sling. You could probably do Sling. Yeah, but when you look at what Sling offers versus Hulu Live... You get you four could, channels for 20 bucks. Yeah. Well, and you could spend an extra 15 <coughs> and get everything. Right. And have a 200-hour DVR and... Oh, I, I didn't realize you got all that with Hulu Live. Mm-hmm. You get a box? No, it's a cloud. Oh, I guess. Cloud DVR. Well, how's hmm. that different I didn't than... know that. I'm pretty sure... How's that different than just streaming? Or just it's almost similar to streaming. Only if you pay for Hulu Live, it opens up like a handful more channels okay, and gotcha. more recent shows and stuff. Um, and it changes some of the like you can get primetime shows the day after they right, air right, right away, basically. No, but no then they be right away. Yeah, no, no commercials. commercials. Um, so because of that, I've been diving deep into like Netflix and stuff like that. Um, Altered Carbon Season 2 came out. I really want to watch it. I know. You guys really need to watch it because it is an incredible sci-fi show. Uh, It's very good. Um, Do they alter anything? From Season 1 to Season 2? No, just in general. Carbon. Is it just carbon or do they do like dress alterations or... Well, it's body al- yeah. alterations. Body alterations. So the whole thing. Wow. The whole the whole premise of the show wow. is it's wow. <laughs> All right, Owen Wilson. <laughs> um, is it set like three hundred years in the future, and your consciousness, your so they call them DHF stacks, so digital human freight. So basically, your wow. entire consciousness is loaded Dude. in this little disc, implanted in the back of your neck at birth, and before as your body starts to die. They plug that out. And but only the rich people. Basically. Yeah, it's only, I, that's what I thought. I had watched a couple episodes People like of Jerry. I need yeah. to get into it. Yeah. If we'd hurry up people with these shows, suits. I could watch more TV. You know, but we just record for hours. <laughs> um, but season two is very good. Anthony Mackie, very good. He's in the second season, but he's not in the first, Correct. Right? First season okay. is Joel Kinnaman. He's all over the place, man, because he's in the newest Black Mirror season, mm-hmm. too. Um. Yeah, I don't watch one of the episodes. Really um, good, really good episode. He's in. And then I heard of a little game show called Awake on Netflix. So, Awake, Awake. It's okay. a million dollar game show. So it starts with you spend twenty four hours counting quarters for twenty four hours, and then that plays a, an entire premise. And then throughout the show, like you have to do Stay some. Awake? Well, yeah. So you're already awake for 24 hours, but then they have like hand eye coordination things. Or, That's dangerous. Or memory thing. As a person who sense. works swing shift. <laughs> Not 24 hours, but I'm saying you start to get over like 48 hours, right? Um, people immediately have done studies on it. We learned about it in psychology. After 48 hours, people start devolving into like. Yeah, you don't have to tell me. Crazy madness. Because usually about one day a month when I go into my first midnight shift, I'm up for at least 30 hours. Yeah. So I'm sitting there watching this show. I'm like, I could very easily do all of this with yeah. little to no issue. Yeah, most swing shift people have the ability <coughs> to do that kind of stuff pretty well. Just because you're 
like it's so normal to mm-hmm. you to do. Yeah. I don't um, know that I've ever done that long of a stretch. I know I've done, I've done like uh, 48 hours straight working, but like in a tractor, but with like a one hour yeah, or two hour break to sleep a little bit. I, I've only done, I've done 36 hours straight with no sleep. That's the longest I've ever done. Well, that was on a mission too when we were deployed. It was Tomorrow. like literally a 36 hour mm-hmm. mission where we never got out of the vehicle. It was a nightmare. That was like the worst thing of my life was sitting in a vehicle, trapped in a vehicle, like right next to another person. You can't sleep. It was like, what nightmares? Yeah, I've done of? that. Um, when we drove from Wisconsin to Huntington Beach, California and back, it was like 40 something hours straight. We never stopped driving, but we. One person would drive, one person would sleep in the back and alternate. But I don't know. To me, the hardest part would be literally counting quarters for 24 hours straight. Oh, yeah. yeah. That that to me is the hardest part. Everything after that. I don't care how much the game shows for. At that point, I'd be like, no. Yeah. I I would do it. Not worth it. I would do it. I would do it if they're like, we guarantee you $100,000. Yes. Mm. If you were guaranteed something, I would do it. But. I'm not, that doesn't even sound, it honestly doesn't even sound fun to me or something like a challenge I want to try to Sounds do. Sounds like a Mr. Beast uh, YouTube. <laughs> kind of, yeah, yeah. It does. I like those. I Mr. Beast is pretty He's pretty good, good pretty entertaining. Have you seen the one where he puts his hands in the the bullet ant gloves? Like it's a rite of passage in this, um, it's like a, it's a tribe somewhere in South America, I believe. I don't quite know which tribe it is, but... Uh, the rite of passage as a man is to go through this ceremony. Like they dance around a little bit. They have to eat or drink this. Uh, it's kind of like a beer, but apparently it does not taste very good because he did not enjoy it. But he, they drink this thing and then they have to put both hands into it, like wicker gloves, but it's full of bullet ants. And bullet ants are known as like the most painful bite or sting. I think it's a sting uh, on earth. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a scale for that too. And a man went around finding these bugs that are on the scale and he rated them. So that's the scale they go by and the bullet ant is the worst. You stick your hand in all of these bullet ants and you have to dance around for like five minutes with them on your hands, just dancing around in a circle. And you can't, you can't cry. You can't like uh, yell or scream. You just have to have like blank face and dance around the circle. Otherwise you don't like you you're don't not get a man. the rite of passage for this tribe. Yeah, you're not a man. So that's what they do. All these people are dancing around with these gloves on his on their hands, and his face, he gets like purple, like legit purple. And after they get the gloves off, you can see his his hands weren't real swollen, but um, they started to swell up later. And he immediately went to the hospital after this uh, because he's just like I cannot, I cannot take this. <coughs> but his hands were you could see where stings and bites were all over him. Uh, but afterwards he was like, like hallucinating, like legit hallucinating from the pain. And he couldn't even like form sentences and talk to the camera because, and he's trying to, but he starts like drooling really bad. His eyes are watering. It was nuts. Hmm. And he, but he made it, he did it. So that's fun. <laughs> that's a competition I would do. Yeah, oh yeah. Cause I could, I could make it. I'm a man. <laughs> You got anything else? Um, I've been. Wa- I caught a show today. It was magi- magicians for, or magic for humans or something. Like I was. That. I've been wanting to watch that. It's because yep, I love magic. Sure. Well, he's been on like Facebook and YouTube. That guy. I jo- think I've seen that guy before. Justin yeah. Williams. Yeah. Um, it's interesting. I mean, it's they're 
20 minute episodes they're real quick it's not david blaine i love magic but it's pretty cool you can watch a magic show like penn and teller Mm -hmm. magic show i love that one it's really good what's it called uh something stump fool us or something to stump stump the the chump stump the tellers (laughs) query the jerry no um can you dig it fool me that's what it's called so I think that's it. But yeah, we're going to do uh, a little Patreon bonus episode after this. So yeah. if you ha- are so inclined, go over to patreon.com slash narfcomics and subscribe and you're going to get an exclusive podcast and we're going to be amazingly entertaining. And I'm going to start off our bonus podcast by making a massive correction. Oh, a massive snap. correction. A whole a world changing correction. Okay. Which you're going to win. And I'm going to lose. Oh. I'm going to win. Yeah, you've defeated me. M-G. You've this de- is huge. There is something that I have said past in this podcast. This is huge. That was met with a, a little bit of, a, I won't say disdain by Jerry, but disagreement. Okay. And I steadfastly stood by what I was saying. Mm-hmm. And I've now realized the folly of my ways. And you've got to reel it all back in. The error that I made. So okay. I'll, I'll admit that to Jerry. And you're going to put your tail between your Public legs. Public retraction. Yeah, retraction on Patreon. And oh, maybe we can do our Knives Out review on Patreon. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, we might not. throw her out there. We might throw it out there. We we'll might do it both. Goes. I don't know. Um, and I got Great. a bunch of other what you're watching, but we'll have to save it for the next episode. Yeah, that'll be on the next episode of a regular episode of Snarf Talk. Yeah. So for Snarf Talk this week, I've been Chris. I'm Jerry. I've been a bearded Alex. And it's going away. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, that's terrible. I too have a clean shaven policy. But thanks, guys. I appreciate it. I really no need problem. This. That's uh, Snarf Talk. We'll see you next week. Bye. See you. See you.